Hey everybody, what's up? Welcome back to the new disc colony, the low T, no T. Everybody get ready to go to the pool house. Hey, I'm Ross. I'm I'm Brandon. Hey, we them nudie boys. You yeah. know what I'm saying, brother? Hell yeah, dude. <laughs> Maybe I should start writing things because I think they're getting worse. No, I think it's I think the audience loves it. <laughs> okay. I've checked the reviews, check the stats. <laughs> Live stats coming through. The Good. audience loves it. Okay, yeah, because I do not ride. I purposely try to make it up just on the fly every single time. Mm-hmm. On the fly. Marty McFly. Let's go back to the future. Wicky, wicky. 1997. I was meaning more, well, we'll get into it. Okay. Hashtag, uh, be- we'll get into it. <laughs> Before we get into that shit. Yeah. Ross, you brought a Mountain Dew with you today. I got uh, the, I'm rocking the Dewster. One of the uh, many varietals. Many. Uh, shouts to Nick Weiger. For that word that I learned by listening Simulacrum. to No Boys. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it's a, uh, I'll, I'll let you introduce this special Mountain Dew guest here. Today I am drinking Mountain Dew Maui Burst. Dew with a blast of pineapple flavor with other natural flavors. Jazz snaps. Jazz snap, jazz mm-hmm. snap. It is a, uh, it's basically just Mountain Dew with pineapple flavoring in it. And it's all you need. That, honestly, it is. It sounds refreshing. It is amazing. I uh, recently. Uh-oh. Had a Mountain Dew of a different sort. Uh, oh, I think I may know where this is going. You uh, fuck with that flaming hot Mountain Dew? I have been very tempted. I have not pulled the trigger on it. Mm-hmm. Dish. Uh, Dish, I, my friend. I Just last night, I recorded an episode of Let's Talk About Stuff where I drank it on air. Oh, geez. I never had it before, and I'll never have it again. It's not good. <laughs> uh, but I did finish consuming it today because I don't like to waste food or drink. Right. And... Uh, yeah, it's just it's not good. It's it's really yeah. I I don't understand why that got made. Like I part of me does like from a marketing perspective because sure. like the guys who it's gonna pique your curiosity. If you see it in the grocery store. Oh, certainly, certainly so. Yeah, I was hoping to get a can, but I found a bottle of it, and maybe right. that's the difference. Fuck, I'm gonna try it if I find a can. Anyway, well, I've seen the can. But you can only buy the 12 pack, and I'm like, what if this sucks oh, and yeah. I don't like it and I don't mm. want to have? A yeah, bunch don't of, do that. Yeah, no. Next time you go buy a convenience store and you see that, if you want to, try it. But uh, man, it's just certainly passable. Passable. Really yeah. Okay. Like, so it hits you at the top of your Adam's apple a little bit, like that little spice. That's where I like to which, hit it. <laughs> which does seem like it'd be like, oh, okay, but. When I when you drink Mountain Dew, you want something that's refreshing, you right. know? Yeah. Pineapple works, flaming hot flavoring does not. So okay, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, yeah, that's 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 an odd one. Mm-hmm. That's uh, I can't think of any other spicy sodas. There's uh some there's a few out there, but you really have to like get into the Lester's fixins of it right. all, and it's. Does not pay dividends, you know. Yeah, you know? it just doesn't seem like something that would go. Like you've already got kind of the the bubbly in there, like mm-hmm. the, the 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 bubbles. So that's already yeah. kind of not spicy, but like mm-hmm. I feel like the spicy in addition to the poppy bubbles would be just too much. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Then again, Mountain Dew is a fairly lower carbonated, and this is uh, we're a new we're a new metal podcast review as you can podcast. Tell. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, well, Mountain Dew. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's basically like the. It's the official drink of new metal. I believe I would so, say yeah. so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that, this is all, this tracks. That electric green of Mountain Dew really says everything you need to know yeah. about new metal. Do you pour it in a glass? It goes flat <laughs> almost immediately, you know? I, I think the Mountain Dew is the one um, soda that can go a little bit flat and is still good. 
Hmm. I, because it, because yeah. it starts off not that not that bubbly to begin mm-hmm. with. I think it's one of the lower, lesser lesser carbonated sodas out there. Yeah, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I I actually started drinking Mountain Dew because I wanted to be like a skater, like <laughs> yeah. in, in in the nineties. That's like, what the marketing told you. That's hey, yeah. I am nothing if if not a slave to to capitalism, <laughs> right? Um, and uh, I, I just, I wanted to, and then I started drinking it and I liked it. it was, you know, got caffeine, mm-hmm. got a lot of sugar, everything a growing boy needs. Um, yeah. And uh, I don't drink it a whole lot these days, um, but this varietal, mm-hmm. um, you can only get during the summer months, or at least I've only seen it during the summer months at, uh, not at like a, not at a convenience store, not at a grocery store. You have to go to a dollar general specifically. Oh yeah. It's like a dollar general exclusive. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> not a joke. And, uh, so I've been, I've been making, uh, every couple of days I go up there and buy a bottle. A bottle will last me a day or two. I, I yeah. usually don't, I try not to drink it all at once. Cause I feel like, I mean, it's, it's just bad for you period, but yeah. I feel like just chugging a whole one, like mm-hmm. with a lunch or something is just. Uh, spiking that blood sugar way up. So I, I, I buy yeah. one and I, I just kind of sip on it throughout the day. Mm-hmm. Leave it in the fridge. Go take a couple drinks. You know? Yeah. Take a shit. Take a shit. Yeah. Everybody. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, but no, I, I love I love pineapple. So mm-hmm. Mountain Dew pineapple match made in heaven. Absolutely. If I track this down, I will buy it and try well, it. I, I can't imagine. General. <laughs> well, there's not one far from my house, so <laughs> right. I'm in luck. Uh, but when it comes to the flaming hot Mountain Dew, more like Mountain Don't. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Did you just come up with that? I just came up with that, dude. He's lying. It's written on his hand. God damn it. <laughs> you can see my notepad. Fuck. <laughs> um, I I recently came across a Pepsi, which is uh, the parent company of Mountain Dew, uh, yeah. a Pepsi Nitro or Nitro Pepsi. I what mean, yeah, I wanted oh to try God. that. They are so fucking delicious. Really? I don't even really okay. like Pepsi that much, but... Yeah. Man, holy shit! They they've they're on to fucking something there. Really? Okay. Yeah, we need to abandon all of our plans for like <laughs> medical research and going to outer space and all this shit. Yeah, fuck that. Uh, Elon. Yeah, get fucked. You know, get fucked, Elon. unless he wants to put all of his Twitter money toward just nitro. In that sodas. case, uh, I'll suck your dick, Elon. <laughs> <laughs> but I would be curious. I haven't even tried it, and I'll do it. I yeah, care. fuck it. Uh, I would be curious to see what like a nitro Mountain Dew would be like Ooh. because it, it makes it like super creamy for the Pepsis. Right. So, man, I would love that for a, a Mountain Dew. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, Starbucks has like a nitro coffee that's really good. Oh, really? Yeah, I okay. really, really enjoy that. Yeah. Um, so, hey, you know, we're just we're just trying to keep these mom and pop shop, you know, businesses alive like yeah. PepsiCo and mm-hmm. uh, uh, uh uh, what was the name? I just Starbucks. Starbucks. Yeah, Starbucks, mm-hmm. Dollar General. You know, these are struggling store, uh, struggling mom and pop little businesses. Mm-hmm. I, I'm dropping this bit, <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, uh, it's good stuff. Uh, it's mm-hmm. terrible for you, but it's delicious. So. It is, yeah. And I, I find I'm in agreement with you on making the uh, the the soda last longer than right when we were younger. We would just like slam a full oh. like. Remember when they Surge. had the um, oh holy shit, Surge? Yeah. Maybe that's the official drink that of maybe, new metal. Yeah. I, yeah, that's the <laughs> yeah. only one that could top Mountain Dew. It I think. kind of dis- it had it was like it had new metal's trajectory just like disappeared at the same time. I feel like yes, I feel like uh, in the logo of it all, uh, oh. I feel like maybe Mountain Dew is the pop punk uh, spokesperson, like kind of in that genre. Okay. You know, maybe grunge evolving this? into pop punk, whereas okay. Surge is just firmly new metal. Okay, right. Mm-hmm. I get you. I follow. Yeah. Maybe yeah. a Baja Blast. 
Mountain Dew Baja Blast. Baja you know? Blast is like the uh, like the Chardonnay of soda. Like <laughs> it is the I, I guess that's is that a fancy wine Chardonnay? I think so. I feel like it is. I, I uh, I'm not rich enough to know beyond that. Right. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. a yellowtail Chardonnay, <laughs> the fanciest <laughs> wine. Uh, no, I, I I love Baja Blast. Baja yeah. Blast is quite possibly my favorite soda. Period. Really? Yeah. I think it is. Yeah, you they, can only get it at Taco Bell, which I'm. <laughs> hey, I ain't complaining. Have you seen the Mountain Dews with the? Uh, they're like in these tall boy cans that have alcohol in them. Oh yes, dude! I had a Baja Blast one of those. I heard they were kind of. Like, uh, I didn't get a buzz on it, but I was already oh. shit faced. Oh <laughs> well. <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, I'd barely even been driving, but uh, <laughs> it it uh, it has that like alcoholic taste, but it didn't really like. I don't know. It's not if you're trying to get drunk. I don't think this is the way to go. Right. But if you're maybe trying to maintain a buzz, you could do that. Okay. But uh, also, it is so much fucking liquid because it is like uh, Mountain Dew as well. But it's just Mountain Dew with alcohol in it, you know. Well, and it's it's a seltzer, right? So it doesn't have like all the sugar in it. It's got like the the fake sugar, right? I didn't investigate that far. Okay. I'm. I'll. I'll believe that because I heard someone saying that it was. It was gross because it was using a lot of like it was like it was like the diet um, uh, Baja Blast, which is not oh not bad, mm-hmm. definitely not good. Like if you mm-hmm. if if you go through the the drive through or if you mm-hmm. go like yeah through the drive through at Taco Bell and you order like a Baja Blast and they give you like a diet, like you know instantly. Yeah, I mean I guess that's kind of true with most sodas, mm-hmm. but like Baja Blast, you're like no fuck this, I want the real one, and they don't have it, and you cry. Of course, yeah. It's how you deal with all of life's frustrations, right? So you get a Baja Blast freeze. Yeah. (laughs) It is weird that Baja Blast is exclusive to Taco Bell, right? Like, but people fucking love it. Occasionally, uh, and during like the summer months, occasionally you'll find it in like a alleyway. Yeah, in like an alleyway, Mm -hmm. like uh, like at uh, Walmart, we'll have um, like six packs of them. It's rare, and they only have them during the summer for like a few months, and I always stock up when they do it. Oh, really? But yeah, it's 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 rare that you see them outside of a Taco Bell. I think only during the summer months at like select locations. Fucking stupid. <laughs> Fucking stupid. I, I, w- I wonder if they just like, in the Mountain Dew factory, they're like, we're going to take one week and produce all the Baja Blast we need. <laughs> You know, for an entire calendar year. Probably. And then we'll just be like, fuck it. Whatever's out there is out there, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I have heard that um, you can make your own Baja Blast. And I, I've never tried it, hmm. but I, I'm interested. But apparently you take just regular Mountain Dew, mm-hmm. and then you take, uh, it's like the blue Powerade. Oh, okay. And you mix them together. Because pl- Powerade is, is made by PepsiCo. Right. So like it would make sense that they would do that, but... I don't know. I've always wanted to try it, hmm. but uh, I've never had the fucking balls, man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Shit gets real risky. I don't know if I'm going to extreme. I got to get my lab equipment out if I'm going to do this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wild. So, yeah, Mountain Dew Talk. Mm-hmm. This has been Mountain Dew Talk. <laughs> <laughs> do the do or don't. We don't care. We don't make money off of anything. Nope. We're losing money on this racket. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Um, well, All right. Speaking of uh, extreme, extreme, <laughs> let's talk about our, I guess, our main topic. We can kind of lay the groundwork there. Yep. Today, as you can tell by the show title, we're going to discuss the 
sophomore album. I did like do math in my head yeah. about like what school <laughs> levels were. The sophomore effort by Sugar Ray, titled Floored, came out on June twenty fourth of nineteen ninety seven. Yep. And uh, you and I Man. really enjoyed the first Sugar Ray album. We did. And then here we are discussing the sequel. The so many un- so many unanswered questions. <laughs> yeah. One of those questions, will they get a fifth member officially to join the band? Will that fifth member be black? Spoilers. Uh-huh, and yes. Whoa. Yeah. I haven't seen it yet. Ah, well, spoilers. Have you seen uh, Mouth of Madness? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, have you? No. Oh, you have? Okay. No spoilers. No spoilies. No. I've already... I, I saw some things. Yeah. Goddamn Reddit. I just got to like yeah. stop. I got to not get on Reddit like for like mm-hmm. weeks heading up because somebody had a screenshot and posted it there without the spoiler tag. So it just like was boom right there. Yeah. I'm like, well, fuck. I hate when they do that. Yeah. They should have like legal action taken against them. Also, uh, Patrick Stewart did post a picture of him on the red carpet like a couple days before. So it's like, well, mm-hmm. gee. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder. I mean... It, it was in like the Super Bowl, uh, right? Yeah, I guess. Yeah, you hear yeah. his voice and yeah. you see the his hand on the yellow chair. So, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Whatever. But there, hopefully, there are some other surprises, right, in store. I know of one other one. Damn it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I gave him a gym look. <laughs> I wonder why. Um, mm. Anyway, so Jim Brewer. That's right. Goat boy. <laughs> it was none of those things. Okay. Uh, full disclosure, I've been, allergies have been kicking my ass this week. So mm-hmm. I'm, uh, I did take some, a little bit of Benadryl before I came over. So I'm nice and drunk feeling without all the this fun is great. parts. Yeah. This is great. It's going to be great. Yeah. You know let's what? Let's do it. Yeah. We did this on an earlier episode. It'll be fine. Big It'll it. all work out, you know? It. Um, so let's talk about Floored. Uh, this album for the personnel. We got the same original four band members, Mark McGrath on lead vocals and rhythm guitar, Rodney Shepard, lead guitar and backing vocals, Murphy Carges, Murph. bass, uh, guitar, backing vocals, Stan Frazier. Is that bass, comma, guitar or bass, guitar? Uh, bass, comma, guitar is what I've uh, copy and pasted from Wikipedia. What the fuck? Mm-hmm. Uh, Stan Frazier, Niles. Uh, drums, percussion, guitar, programming, backing vocals. He's very busy. And then officially, they've added Craig DJ Homicide Bullock for turntable samples, programming, keyboards, and backing vocals. So everybody gets some... (laughs) Everyone gets some vocals on this one. Um, Additional musicians include David Kahn, or Connie? Kahn! He was the producer and also additional programming, keyboards, and would go on to produce or co-produce three other Sugar Ray albums after this. Ross, did you know there were three other Sugar Ray albums after this? Three. There two. There's, there's, there's more. I think there's like maybe four albums total well, altogether okay. but, uh, after this. But, yeah. Okay. Okay, so I know the 1459. Because I was, everyone in the halo hanging mm-hmm. from the corner of my poor for bed mm-hmm. uh and then there was the like a self-titled one i think i want to say uh yes it was self-titled yeah yes correct and that 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 album like i i bought the 1459 because i was a fan of the first two and then uh you know they they, they went full full bore into uh the fly sound mm-hmm. and then uh by that next self-titled one 
uh, I was out. Yeah. I bought it. I uh, didn't really listen to it. So I was out. I was out there for the uh, the Nick Hexum from 311 oh, like cameo. Okay, yes. That was yeah. a good song, actually. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that one's solid. Stay on, stay on, something. Oh, that's so funny. I cannot even remember what it was, but I remember loving it so much back in the day. She only loved it when I melt down. <laughs> now, uh, David Kahn, the producer, I'm just going to say Kahn because it has an E at the end of it, but I don't know. I don't know if it's Kane, whatever. Con Air. Uh, he has an interesting career. He produced albums for Sublime, Stevie Nicks, The Strokes, Paul McCartney, Kelly Clarkson, Lana Del Rey. And even Tony Bennett's MTV Unplugged album, which, um, excuse me, <laughs> uh huh, which would go on to win Album of the Year at the 1995 Grammys, and I had no idea. I didn't even know Tony Bennett. Tony Bennett. Tony Bennett. Tony did it. Tony did it. Angela. <laughs> he went on to. Uh, I didn't know he made an MTV Unplugged album. Yeah, that's wild. Was there an audience for that? Like, I assume there would have to be. Yeah, but. I don't remember hearing it. Wild. Like, I know LL Cool J has an MTV right. Unplugged album. <laughs> I had no idea Tony Bennett did. Um, but yeah, wild career. And like, during yeah, this whole a, time, he's like... career. He must be a really good producer to be able to do all to those forward, yeah. genres um, and sounds. It's uh, There's something about it where he's like, sure, I want to Grammy produce Tony Bennett live nonetheless. <laughs> of course. Worked with Lana Del Rey, Paul McCartney. Kelly Clarkson made some bangers for her. But there's something about Sugar Ray. These guys. I'm going to ride or die. I know how to fucking party. The only... Party hardy. The only album he didn't produce from memory is their newest album, which came out in, I think, 2019, titled Little Yachty. Little Yachty. Yeah. And I believe that's when he was just like, okay, guys, what are we doing? What are we doing (laughs) with this? Guys, I'm up. Yeah. Did they not do? Did they not have an album called "Music for Cougars"? Uh, I, yes, I, I think he produced that one. If oh, okay. I remember correctly. Uh, I'm not going to take the time to look it up. Um, the listeners can do that on their own. That's that's the fun of the show. Yeah, is, is we get facts and details wrong, and they're just like Play that's along. not that's not true. That's not right at all. Um, <laughs> the album sold very well due to the song "Fly" being a massive radio hit, which eventually. Yeah. Led to Floored being certified double platinum, and uh, that means it sold at least two million copies here wow. in the states. That's crazy. And uh, yeah, think was, of album sales now. I know <laughs> five hundred thousand is like <laughs> record breaking. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it was a uh, double platinum by February of ninety eight. So within a year, it sold two million copies. That's wild. It is, and I'm sure it boosted the sales of lemonade and brownies too. Somewhat, I would think. I don't know. But a lot of people got a shock whenever they were like, mm-hmm. I like Fly. I'm going to go listen to Eliminated Brownies. Or, or if they listen to the rest of the album. <laughs> I know. Yeah, I know. Um, the the first album, or this is the first album with DJ Homicide as an official member making the band a five-piece going forward. And that held true for a long time. I think even currently, even though they've had some lineup changes, I believe they still like tour, uh, honestly, like county fairs with um, as a five-piece. And casinos. Or whatever. Yeah. Um, <laughs> And uh, this right, officially well, makes DJ Homicide the second black person in new metal. And he just like barely hit that like <laughs> that deadline because this is the last new metal album by Sugar Ray. Yep. So this once they got this, like you said, once Fly was a hit, they pivoted, you know, and they went in a different direction. Yeah. And uh, they got that money, you know, so hey, it is what it I is. Did, I did read a fun little, um, uh, little snippet from Mark McGrath. Little snippet. 
snip it, mm-hmm. snip it real good. <laughs> um, about how people were saying, oh, like they're, they're they're more hardcore punk fans that they had like kind of uh, built a fan base in in California. California. Mm-hmm. Uh, they built a, a fan base there of more like hardcore, punky, metal-y, you know, crowd. Right. Because they, they had like crazy shows apparently back in the day were just wild, drinking, crazy, fun, hardcore band. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they, you know, they made it, they, they got big with Fly and yeah. then they made 1459 and everybody's like, well, you guys sold out. And Mark McGrath was like, do you have any idea? Everybody was saying, well, oh, you just wrote an album full of pop songs just to make money. He's mm-hmm. like, do you have any idea how hard it is to write a hit song? Mm-hmm. Like, we did not like, we weren't like, hey, let's just like sell out and just write a bunch of hit songs. He was like, yeah, we, we changed our style up, but like it was not a for sure thing. That's why they named the album 1459 because it was like their 15 minutes of fame were up. Yeah. They figured they weren't even probably going to make any, like any any splash with their next album. Mm-hmm. Um, which is funny because uh, I'm I'm pretty sure that this next album sold even more than this. Probably, yeah. I, I would assume because it had a couple hits on it. Yeah, falls apart, fucking rules. I love that song. Yeah. As far as pop songs go, that one, right. That one's a good one. Um, I want to say it's like the guitarist or maybe even the drummer or something mm-hmm. it, is is a really accomplished uh, musician and does a lot of like studio uh, studio recordings with other artist like writes oh. songs for other artists yep. and like does like musical scores i i wish i <laughs> hadn't looked up who that was mm-hmm. uh but someone in the in the band is like is has has like branched out from sugar ray and, and does mm-hmm. like a lot of like producing with other other bands oh okay uh, yeah so like i i think that they've got someone in the band whoever that is uh is like absurdly talented at writing pop songs i'm guessing he's the one that writes most of their songs like the melodies and and all that rivers cuomo rivers cuomo is the lead singer for Weezer. Mm-hmm. oh we oh i look just like buddy crockett <laughs> <laughs> uh let's see here uh i wonder if it is um Oh, I was thinking that maybe it was uh, Rodney Shepard, their guitarist, who went on to do. I want to say it's maybe their drummer. Actually, it's like some. It's, it's kind of surprising. Anyways, don't you dare actually. Well, 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 you're looking that up. I'll, I'll I'll toss some more things out here. Um, so after Lemonade and Brownies, they were, uh, I believe, they're still signed to Atlantic at that point. And um, you know, Lemonade and Brownies did not sell well. Uh, did not do well at all. And they were afraid that they were going to get dropped from their label. Uh, so, uh, when they were, I guess, negotiating to make a follow-up album, uh, they all came in wearing jock straps and helmets only just to like get attention, just oh, to sure. like, make themselves stand out and be like, mm-hmm. Hey, look at us, I guess. <laughs> look mm-hmm. at how hot Mark McGrath is. Let us make another one. We're weirder Devo. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but apparently it worked because, um, they gave him another chance and Jesus Christ, they, uh, had a... <laughs> Can you imagine if they had turned that down and they'd gone to like Geffen or something and made <laughs> made the the moves that they made and and I mean because Fly was mm-hmm. like the biggest fucking song that year. Oh yeah, massive, massive yeah. hit. It, like it uh, topped three different charts simultaneously wow. for like several, several, several weeks. Yeah, and it just like helped. That's get crazy. them, yeah. Help get them uh, paid. So Stan Fraser, you were right. Yeah, he's the the drummer for the band. Okay. He would go on to produce tracks and albums for 
uh, well, Sugar Ray, but also Dirty Heads and Ashley Simpson. And in 2012, he starred on the BBC <laughs> culinary reality show Chef Race, UK versus US, and won a prize of $100,000. And he retired. Mm-hmm. Okay, no, maybe know. he didn't do as much as I thought he did. I thought he would, he did like suffer like Despicable Me, like wrote like scores. Or oh, that was Pharrell. Like Pharrell. Mm-hmm. For real? Pharrell. Oh. <laughs> hey. Maybe he's born with it. Maybe it's Maybelline. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, they also had, uh, apparently a psychic had predicted their failure. Um, a psychic told them that they would not make it in the music industry, that they were they needed to like quit and find day jobs. And uh, they said, fuck that psychic, I assume. Um, and they did this. <laughs> and here they are. Here they are. With their new hit fly, Sugar Ray. <laughs> um I don't know if you read this as well, but there was a, I think it was on Wikipedia, so it has to be true, but there was a, 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 a line that said, uh, during the making of this album, Mark McGrath wanted to do, stay in the like heavier, like punkier, new metal side of things, but because of pressure from the, I guess the, the band felt bad that the first album essentially failed, didn't have all right. the sales and all that stuff, so they were like, well, we need a hit, and the band... Like the other four guys in the band wanted to make like a poppy song, and Mark McGrath, according to what was on Wikipedia that I read, is the one who was like, "I don't want to do that. I want to stay doing like heavy stuff." Because he can't sing. Yeah, but I, I mean, <laughs> he's it, actually got a pretty good voice. I, but yeah. he, he, he says himself that he can't sing. Right. Yeah. yeah. I think he, I think he does well. Yeah. Like either way, but um. Yeah, I thought that was uh, interesting because you would yeah. think the lead singer would be like, whatever, let me take my shirt off and sing in front of all these cougars or whatever. But right. he was the one that was like, I don't want to do that. But no, he seems like a cool ass dude. It it worked out. Yeah. Know, oh, I'm sure, he, I'm sure he's happy he did. Yeah. <laughs> he did exactly that. Exactly. And like another thing is, look, I, I understand people don't like it when bands sell out or whatever, but also it's their job. Right. So. Right. Yeah. I understand like having integrity in your art, but also I understand what it's like to have a day job and not like it yeah. and be like, well, if I can get paid to like go out right. on tour or whatever, I'll do that. Look, sure. I'll sprinkle some, uh, RPMs and mean <laughs> machines in there during the set list. But like also, you know, I'm trying to make some money, you know? Right. So, yeah. um, I understand both. Everybody's got to eat. Exactly. I understand both sides of that particular coin, but, uh, I just haven't achieved the one that's successful yet. Now, there's a limit. Um, Snoop Dogg ha- ha- exceeded that limit um, uh, decades ago. <laughs> Snoop Dogg is the definition of selling out. I'm sure the man has more money than God. But I don't, I don't know. Like He's hanging out with Martha Stewart. I think he's legit. She's a true criminal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Shout out, Eric. <laughs> Uh, yeah, have you seen the bottle? The uh, mm-hmm. the bottle of wine that's like like black and white with her face on it? Uh-huh, yeah. It's, it's like the... Is it 19 Crimes is the, the Snoop Dogg? Yeah, I think so, yeah. And then uh, hers is like 20 Tax Crimes evasion. or something? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, she, she's, uh, she's something else. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, whatever. I mean, she's, she that's bakes... Fine. She commits crimes. He like, bakes too. <laughs> hey, holy we shit, joke. Dude. Hell yeah. Um, Mark we McGrath. Joke, he tokes. Bravo. Mm-hmm. Bravo. Thank you. It's a show on cable. <laughs> or station. <laughs> Jesus Christ. It could um, be a show. You don't know. I'm trying. I'm searching. That's fine. That's fine. <laughs> uh, Surge. Mark McGrath and Brad Noel, Noel from 
Sublime. Sublime mm -hmm. are first cousins. Really? Wild, right? Every, you know, honestly, it makes sense because California is such a small state. Yeah. And all of these bands of hang out together. And it's just like, oh, yeah, they all kind of came up around the same time. Honestly, I would kind of like to see a Sublime Sugar Ray like tour. That'd be like, interesting. Back in the day, of course. Well, but yeah. like, uh, <laughs> it'd be kind of hard now. Yeah, I know. Because DJ Homicide left Sugar Ray and that's yeah. really throwing things He's out the of blue. whack. He's blue. Obviously. Um, but that would be like, That'd be cool. I think that could really work. Oh, yeah. You know? Oh my God. Be I interesting. Could, I could see the uh, cruise liner ship now, you know? <laughs> yeah. Summertime tour or whatever. I could see the $7,000 tickets. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> probably more than that. Uh, I've never been on a cruise. Have you, you've been on a cruise, right? Uh huh. Yeah. How was it? It was all right. That's what I hear from everybody. Mm -hmm. It was like, Neh. I mean, it was just uh, my wife and I that went, and honestly, we don't talk. So uh, there, it was just like, it was fine. Like, it'd be better to grow. To grow, grow, to go with the group of people. Um, but since it was just like her and I, and we're just very like, we kind of just want to chill, you know? Right. We're trying to like go to the little like on deck club or whatever. Yeah. Um, well, it was okay. Like, I'd, I'd much rather go to a resort, yeah. cut my life into pieces. Yeah. Oh, mm -hmm. Daddy Roach. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> Big Daddy Roach. But uh, but yeah, I love that band. I don't. I, uh, it was a joke. I'm not even gonna pretend to do that. I fucking hate Papa Roach. You hate Papa Roach? We'll cover it. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I can't stand Papa Roach. Really? Okay. All right. Uh, you know, like it's partially their music and also partially. Uh, when Papa Roach hit the scene, mm. I was phasing out of that style of music. Oh, okay. Um, and I started to like actively rebel against the thing that I mm. had. Well, I never liked Papa Roach, um, but they kind of represented that like next evolution or next step in new metal, mm -hmm. which was like, uh, I just didn't like it. I didn't like mm -hmm. it. I thought it was uh -huh. uh, boring. Yeah. You like Papa Roach though. Uh, It's okay. Like, I don't really, like I'm so burnt out on Last Resort oh, that God. I'm like, I don't ever need to hear this no. song again. And and whenever I saw that video of Paul Ryan driving off angry, uh, <laughs> blasting Last Resort, I was like, oh, okay, this is all that needs to be said, you know? <laughs> But um, oh, yeah, like overall, Paul I don't, crying. I don't mind Papa Roach, and like some of their new stuff is uh, surprisingly catchy. So oh, I don't wow, know, I, I didn't know they were still together. Oh my god, yeah, they still tour. They're very successful. Huh, okay, yeah, because mm -hmm. they're like Christian, and I'm doing air quotes with my fingers. They're Christian still. Are they payable on death? Wait, that pod? Oh or wait, Papa no, Roach? it's <laughs> okay. <laughs> I get those two confused a lot. <laughs> they came out around the same time. Yeah. Or like, yeah, they hit success. I know, like white guy with dreads, white guys with dreads. Uh -huh. Like they all were black and were just kind of mediocre. Mm -hmm. Looking like the twins from uh, The Matrix Reloaded. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, as soon as you said twins, I knew exactly like, who you were uh -huh. Yeah, <laughs> yep. That's all you need. You get it. You get oh, it. man. Yeah. I, I, I Neither one of those bands uh, care for. Let's talk about the album cover to Floored. It's styled yes. as like a, a pinball, like backing board or whatever. Yeah, I really it, like it. Uh, I like it a lot too. Like it's so iconic to me, but I, but I think it's very specific to like me and you and like us, you know? Right, right. Uh, whereas other people would look at this and be like, this looks like, I don't even know what this is or whatever. It's like a bright orange. Yeah. And it's very amateurish. Oh yeah. Like but, it looks like somebody, some, somebody made in like Photoshop in like mm -hmm. 10 minutes. Yeah. But it's. That's why I like it. Uh, it's, yeah, it's yeah, so yeah. corny. And I think that's why they went that direction. Um, this is the second new metal album in the timeline that features the band members on that's it. That's true. Also the second one with the doggy on it. So represent. Um, and then... Oh, damn. The first one with the black guy on it. Well, I guess technically 
Seven dust. Maybe seven dust. I think yeah. that was Lejean. It's all warped. Twisted. Mm-hmm. Well, um, Lejean, just like comment on one of our posts and let us know if that's you or not. Yeah. Uh, if you don't want to do it, just have Spider One do it. He likes he likes to yeah. do that. We'll, um, we'll accept. Yeah. Any, mm-hmm. any, either answer for me the one. If you of guys. course. Um, no one else though. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I I like the album cover. Uh, it's very like. Uh, what am I trying to say? It seems very like. Everyone like pose with your instrument kind of. Yeah. But also like in a very like silly, fun way. It captures the energy and the right. um the vibe of the album to me, you know? Definitely. Like if it were any like if that background were not orange, like sunburst orange and it were like blue or gray or black, <laughs> it wouldn't have the same yeah. feel to it to me, you know? This is definitely like the lightest new metal band. When I say light, I don't mean like um I mean they're they're, they're the the least serious, I think, followed only by Limp Biscuit. Limp Biscuit still has mm-hmm. some serious songs, yeah. But I feel like Sugar Ray is like the like the most party new metal. Oh yeah, band. yeah. Or at least uh, so far that we've covered for sure. There yeah, maybe some others. And I guess Snot was kind of. Uh, I guess at bit. times, like sometimes they uh, Snot got a little bit too far They're into little, the yeah. Uh, at the the American Gladiators. <laughs> American Gladiators, <laughs> what they feeding you? That's right. Yeah. Oh jeez. Um, beyond that, uh, do you have anything else you want to, uh, talk about before we get into I do. the tracks? Okay. And this, um, this specifically is a question for you because <gasps> there's no one else in the room. I haven't studied. Also, yeah. uh, because there is a flea, j- uh, DJ on it. Flea J. Yeah, I did that on purpose. For Flea J. Hide the raid. Oh my gosh. Sorry. Uh, Brent's popping bottles over here. Sorry. Um, so this is our well I guess sugar the first sugar ray had some scratching on it. Yes. Yeah, there was it, uh, but it was DJ, homicide as well, right? Yeah, uh homicide yeah. and then DJ Lethal, Lethal who produced the album. Yeah, there was some scratching right. on it. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then was there was there scratching on Power Man 5? This is not, not on uh not on Power Man 5000's Okay. Uh, Mega Kung Fu Radio. Um, right. There, on a later album, they have DJ Lethal on. I think it's to like cover "Let the Good Times Roll." That sounds right. Even I remember correctly. <laughs> um, but yeah, yeah, not a so, whole lot of DJs so far. So yeah, this mm-hmm. is the first official DJ in a band, like official member. By Jove, right? I think you're right. Yeah, yeah. So, so, mm-hmm. um. The scratching to me, and mm-hmm. I, I, I know DJ stuff okay. I'm no, mm-hmm. I'm no expert. You played with some turntables. I've played with some turntables. Mm-hmm. I wiki wikied, mm-hmm. and I know you love when people say that. Love it. Come yeah. up to me with the little hands, yeah. with the hand wiki, motion. Wiki, wiki. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. He loves it. People love it. do it to him all the time. It's great. Love it. Um, but to me, this the the the, the DJ. This is this is where it's. Uh, He's not just scratching. Like, we'll, we'll, there's a specific song. Um, well, the first song that we listened to, mm-hmm. um, where the DJ is like, he's not just scratching. He's like an active member of the band. Like, yeah. Like, uh, fi- like almost like a second guitar. Mm-hmm. Uh, like Wes Borland said, um, he was like really apprehensive about uh, Lethal when he first joined because he was like, I-, I don't know, like how to play with a DJ. Mm-hmm. He looks like an asshole. I don't. <laughs> no, I don't know. <laughs> Uh, but then he said, like, once they worked it out, mm-hmm. he was basically like a second guitarist. 
mm-hmm. um, like uh, providing like flourishes and little you know soundscapes and stuff that that yeah. Wes couldn't do. Um, but for this album specifically, would you say that this is a uh, would you this is a good outing for a for a DJ? I I do, uh, especially for Sugar Ray. I think what Homicide does, Homicide Life on the Streets. Uh, he, he he's very much like a he comes from the Alcoholics, right? Like the hip hop group, the Alcoholics. Sure, with a with a K in it. Um, so it's very much like hip hop focused for his style. So it's a lot of like um identifiable noise samples and like vocal samples that he'll yeah. scratch or whatever um which as we get further down the new metal timeline uh other bands like slipknot they use like a, there's a different type of approach i guess right right uh, whereas this is like you can clearly hear like if uh words are being said you could hear those words being scratched and it's not like overly distorted and all that stuff you know um it's very like uh, approachable scratching is how i would label it similar yeah. to like joseph hahn on those first couple of lincoln park albums uh very very approachable it's like one of my favorite things when i was in a band uh i was in this new metal band called second flesh and we practiced out at the storage unit thing yeah where all these other bands would play <laughs> right uh, just for like practicing or whatever and uh you know on your your little like break from practicing you like walk around and go and uh, chit chat with other bands and whatnot. Yeah, we would have people come over, and I would my favorite thing would be like, "Hey, do you want me to show you how to do the the scratching from One Step Closer from Lincoln Park?" <laughs> yeah, it's like super easy, and people could like grasp it and figure out what it is. Right. So I would always like show people that, and it's like, "Oh, this is a thing you can do." And that's cool to me. Uh, some of the the scratching on this album is very similar to that. Like I could show people how to do that like oh, okay. on the the very first song there's like a car sample that scratch and i i have that exact sample on one right. of my records and uh yeah it's so much fun a lot of like fun shit on here yeah and there's some um some like drum machines get more focus especially on oh, the hit right. single fly you know but yeah 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 mm-hmm. okay cool it's cool because because I, I i dig the scratching but i i, mm-hmm. I you know i'm not verse enough i mean obviously i've listened to like invisible scratch pixels or something like Cuber, you know, like obviously I can mm-hmm. tell that that's like, you know, <clears throat> like leagues ahead of this, but mm-hmm. like, uh, to me, it sounds like he's, he's a pretty, pretty accomplished DJ. Mm-hmm. And you mean pickles, not pixels, invisible scratch pickles. I, it sounds like it should be pixels. Is it really? Uh-huh. Well, I've been saying that wrong for <laughs> 30 years. <laughs> well, I mean, no, dude, I, of course, pickles. No Doi. Yeah. Doi. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. Um, so as far as uh, scratching, good good stuff. Okay. Yes. Um, scratching is solid. Not overly <laughs> complicated, but it doesn't have to be for for right. this. Like if it were overly complicated, it would just it'd be too much for for this album. You yeah. know. So I I totally respect what uh, DJ Homicide did. Oh, and also, mm-hmm. so at this point, uh, I guess new metal is basically where it was last week. Uh, the or, uh, right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hasn't moved much. Although I do think that. I mean this. It's weird because this is the first new metal album that we've covered that has a DJ in it. Yeah. Um, which becomes a very prominent thing later on, even though Sugar Ray isn't seen as a new metal band. And really, right. they're not even popular for their new metal stuff. They're <laughs> they're popular in spite of their new metal mm-hmm. stuff. Um, but 1997, we were both what 14. Sure, my brain can't even like 
try to process math. Yeah, 14. Yeah, somewhere yeah. in that range, yeah. 14. Okay, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, you so could say like 38 or whatever. We're young like, yeah. at this point. Yeah. We're babies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, can't even drive yet. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so that's, that's that. Okay. <laughs> uh, no, <laughs> that's, that's, that segment. that's a good point because I remember wanting this album after hearing... Uh, Fly was like a massive radio hit and, and we had all heard it at that point, but it wasn't until they got a few months into the album where other songs could be released. And speaking of which, let's talk about the single. So single number one was Fly, and there are two versions of this on the album, one featuring reggae musician Supercat and the other without. And then the second single was RPM. And as soon as I heard RPM, I was like, I need this shit because it was so fucking rad. Well, so I actually, 1997, I saw them at Edgefest this oh, year okay. so yeah. 14 year old me uh i think fly had probably just come out like mm-hmm. li- like had just come out yeah because this was when did this come out this june 24th so june and that was in sur- summer uh, at some point yeah right? i think it may have Maybe been like july or whatever june or july yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. so like yeah it was like they were huge like blowing up at this point mm-hmm. um limp biscuit still hadn't uh made a splash yet which is interesting because they were at, they were at the same uh uh at the same show uh, but Sugar Ray, of course, mm-hmm. at this point only had only had songs from uh, uh, Lemonade and Brownies and mm-hmm. this album. So, of course, if you know that Fly is the only song that sounds the way it does. Mm-hmm. And so for their show, I think I don't think at this point I had seen. Um, whoops. I don't think at this point I had seen or, or heard much of their other music. Um, yeah. So Edgefest was like the first introduction that I had to their heavy stuff. And I was blown away. Like who the fuck I'd, I'd heard fly, but yeah, I remember just thinking like, what is this? This is mm-hmm. n- and like going to school the next day and being like, guys, mm-hmm. <laughs> sugar Ray is not what you think. Yeah. And I think you must've gotten the album shortly after that. Probably. I'd never gone to an edge fest. Uh, I wanted yeah. to real bad. I was, all, I was like outside the gates once, like in my car, <laughs> but I could not find parking. And I got so pissed off and frustrated. I was like, fuck it. I'll just go home. So I did. <laughs> Uh, I, I don't oh, deal man. with pressure That's well. Uh, something I carry, carry with me as an adult. But yeah. uh, when this album came out, yeah, this was before we could drive. And honestly, I just want to drive so I can go and buy this album. So eventually my aunt uh, picked me up and took me to Walmart where she was working. And she uh, let me buy the album. I was like, oh, this is so great. Yeah. Except it was at Walmart and it was yeah. censored. And I didn't know that this album needed to be censored to <laughs> right. begin with you know because you hear fly and you think oh this is just like a fun little band you didn't think yeah and then cussing. like rpm i believe is a clean song like i don't remember there being any cursing in it to begin with right um they're uh, just like yeah, a, i don't think so uh there are a, a, i think maybe just like two or three songs that have explicit lyrics on this album and that was not one of them so i was like oh yeah, i didn't even like three know three songs yeah yeah i didn't think anything of it okay and then well, we'll talk about it as we we'll go through the, through the uh, the track listing here. Um, right. But let's talk about uh, the band sound before we sound jump into those. So uh, it's, good. <laughs> it's good. It's good. It's <laughs> good. Um, but yeah, this is uh, very much uh, a like a step or two forward from Lemonade and Brownies to me. Like oh, the, the production yeah. sounds better overall for sure. But it's not like the it sounded bad on that first one. It just seems like this is a band who's played some live shows now yeah and they're just they it feels like a tighter sound they're more fleshed out for sure yeah and you can pick out all the instruments i think homicide helps a lot too Mm because there there are some songs that you couldn't like play without him really Mm -hmm. yeah Yeah. 
the one where he starts the track. Hey, I'm DJ Homicide. This is a song I'm going to play. <laughs> what up, what up? Um, but this album has elements of heavy metal, funk, reggae, pop, punk, ska, and hip-hop on it. Jesus. And this is just... The, it's the an old, encapsulation of this era in music. This transition between alternative, which was all yeah. of those things, mm-hmm. and then leading into, yeah, kind of the heavier edge of the late 90s. Yeah. Yeah. Boy, that's a really good point. Um, because yeah, Mighty Mighty Boss Tones was a big thing yeah. around this time. Like Ska had made a, a bit of a resurgence no as well. Doubt. Yeah, right. I yeah, I believe yeah. what I'm saying. And I uh no doubt, no doubt. uh punk, so you had like Blink one eighty two, yeah, Green Day, uh, others. The others. <laughs> Some forty one. Pennywise. The clown. Um <laughs> Reggae, uh, I guess. I don't know. Uh, uh Voodoo Glow Skulls. Oh, yeah. they're more ska, but Oh, I see what you're saying. Um, I guess Sublime had a little bit of like reggae. Oh, three eleven. Yeah. Okay, oh, we did it for sure. We did it. We did it. People get it. They, the I mean, the sound was around. Like if you're around, <laughs> then you get it. Uh, if you're not, or if you weren't around, get honestly, fucked. you're not listening to this get this fucked. podcast. Um, but uh, so as heavy and as energetic as this album could be, the band pursued a more poppy sound going forward as we've discussed. So yeah. this is their final new metal album, uh, mm-hmm. which is a bit sad, but also I'm like, to me, they kind of went out on top in a way, not to spoil the, the oh, full review, sure. but like, we love this fucking album, dude. I was so pumped <laughs> after we recorded that last one. Yeah, like, hell yeah. It's not was all right, but like, I was very much looking forward to hitting this, zenith from to where back. like yeah. yeah because there are like so many albums that i like that came out in 97 and oh, 97 was a huge year for new metal yeah and just just like you like just albums in general i have so many of like my favorites from like 97 98 mm-hmm. which is you know of course when we're like we're, we're getting to that point where we can drive we're getting some mm-hmm. independence so it's like a fun time in your life anyways yeah so yeah there's a lot of albums that come out uh, this year and next that uh are just some of my favorite albums of all time. Mm-hmm. Like I have such strong nostalgia for this stuff. Yeah. But uh, especially for this album, there are probably like eight songs I could think of off the top of my head off this album yeah. that I just like instinctively knew. <laughs> but then some of the other songs I was like, I don't remember this song. Like, what is this? And I would go back and listen to it. And I was like, Oh yeah, this rings a bell. But also I'm like, I really like this now. Yeah. <laughs> like it's just like, it, it scratches a new itch. I didn't know I had, you know? Right. Yeah. Uh, Well, do you want to go ahead and get into the first track? Let's do it. Hell yeah, pimp. Uh, So we will start with track one, RPM. Is that Mark McGrath saying that? Gotta be. Sounds like him. Oh, there you go. Race car noises. Good stuff. They should use this for, like, marketing the Indy 500 or whatever. Yeah. Uh Uh-huh. Okay, so RPM. This is is, uh, a banger of a way to open up an album. Mm -hmm. I agree. It's got that, the the match guitar and the record uh, sample played together. Fucking hell. And then this... Me. 
All right. Yeah. <laughs> wait, wait, this I sounds like farts. I just want to listen to it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, I just want to listen to the song. Like, I, know. I don't want to talk over it. <laughs> I know. Show it some respect. God it's, damn it. Yeah. It's weird because it's... I don't even know what you would call this song. Like, because it's not metal. It's not punk. Mm-hmm. That's why they call it new metal. Metal. <laughs> metal. Oh, my tongue didn't want to form a syllable there. But, yeah, I mean, it's kind of like a catch-all term, like yeah. alternative or whatever. But it's like a heavy version of alternative is new metal, essentially, you know? Yeah. Yeah. That's right. Oh, here we go. I do like the guitar. like that. Wow, wow. Yeah. A little bit of uh, uh, Tom Morello. Yeah, it is. Yeah. They're just like so tight, you know. Like the the drums are good. Uh, Stan Frazier, as we like said earlier, he stops playing the drums and they lean way more, way more into right. just like basic ass drum loops going forward. But like, I really like the drum stuff on here. Oh yeah. Oh wait, you got to turn this part up. Trying to make noises so we don't get sued. Oh, it'll be fine. We're discussing the the song itself, you know. Yeah, but in particular, this. Yeah, it's rad. Like a dueling guitar DJ portion, you know. I always wanted to do that in a band. I pushed for it so hard, but I just like. To make it happen, I tried my best, you know. Yeah, yeah. It's just every every like part of the song is good and catchy, and it blends together really well. But it's like it is genuinely unique, like, mm-hmm. and that's not not generally a uh, <laughs> uh, a word associated with Sugar Ray. Um, I guess I guess not. Like, but that's usually from people who only know why right. and like the poppy stuff, you know. Yeah, but and their it, poppy stuff does sound e- even like. Their poppy stuff sounds a lot of the same, like yeah, fly yeah. and every morning mm-hmm. and the other ones. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, yeah, have that like uh, have a very similar uh, sound vibe yeah. to them. Yeah, um, but uh, th- this this whole album is like every song is like unique in its own way. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of the the albums that we've covered prior to this have not been <laughs> mm-hmm. uh they have been very samey we, I cold know chamber that... was great jesus obviously christ. we both love <laughs> jesus christ no uh but mm-hmm. yeah it, it's uh this is every song has some interesting fun little thing in it where yeah. like even with snot you know towards the later half of that album we're kind of like this is all sad and then you get the banjo thrown in and you're like fuck yeah mm-hmm. Sugar yeah. Ray is like, we're going to do that every song. We're just going to do some <laughs> weird ass shit every song and you're going to fucking like it. And we do. Yeah, it works. Like yeah. The, it's, it's, I think why I like this album so much is because not only is it just like, it hits me on whatever wavelength I'm on, but like if I'm in a bad mood and I listen to this album, yeah. I'm going to, it's going to enhance my mood. It's going to make me feel better. Right. It's just like, I can't quantify it for people who don't like this album and like just for whatever reason. Okay. It's fine. Like not everything is for everyone, Yeah, but like it really hits me on a cellular level right. where I'm just like, man, there's just so many boxes get checked 
on this album for it, me. It you know? gets you pumped. It gets you happy. Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah, it's just it's a feel good album. It is. It's just a like feel uh, good album. It's you know like when uh, Sugar Ray and Incubus later in their careers, yeah, they become they become like more like beachy summertime right. bands or whatever, which again is fine. But uh, this album kind of scratches that itch for me because I like heavier stuff, but this is like heavy, but also playful and fun. And yeah, you know, it's not like you said, it's, it's, you wouldn't like put this next to Slayer necessarily and be like, no. these two are the same thing, <laughs> right. but like uh, they're of an ilk or whatever. They're like yeah. in this, the same like genus or whatever, you know, <laughs> genus. Mm-hmm. Next up, we got breathe. Hell yeah. Uh, they nail those pauses too. But oh it's yeah. Not, but it's, it doesn't feel like so mechanical, like some modern music where it, the audio just like fully drops out or whatever. Right. I feel like the the cymbals can ring out a little bit, even though they're like catching them. Yeah. But yeah, it's just it's good. I like it. Hell yeah. Yeah. There's this weird little like sample in between the. Yeah. Yeah. Is that, is that Mark? Sampled? Uh, uh, I don't know. Could be. But I would imagine it's probably from like. Yeah. From like. He dug through the crates or whatever. So this is one of the yeah. the lyrics that got censored on the album I had. I think on the album he says I'll have to do is do it right or something like that. I think it's like frickin' fight. I meant frickin to look fight, it up. Maybe. Yeah. Uh, the the censored version, but I clearly forgot to do that. But like, <laughs> I didn't honestly. I don't want to relive that trauma. No. Because I was like so pissed off. I was like, <laughs> oh, there's cursing on there. Like, fuck. <laughs> but like back in the day, this is before I had a job, so. Right. I like money was hard to come by. I yeah. spent my money on this album and yeah. Like there's no sympathizing with my parents to be like I'm sorry <laughs> you spent your $20 on this album and you want one with cursing on it but it's like I guess just continue <laughs> saving your money or whatever. I don't know. It was Own it twice. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I go buy go back to Walmart to buy it a second time. <laughs> like this is the one I want. This has cursing in it, right? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I love that part. Mm-hmm. The grass is greener in LA. Do you think that's a reference to drugs? Yes. Okay. <laughs> it is. Okay. I don't know. I don't yeah. know. No, I feel like it's it's a reference to something else. The grass is greener in LA. I feel like it's a reference to something. Maybe not. Just like general lawn work. Yeah. They yeah, take yeah. pride. Yeah. Probably. Mm-hmm. I mean, that makes sense to me. Um, yeah, I like this song too. They would play this song on the radio as well, and uh, I thought it was great. You know, this is yeah. uh, on the first Sugar Ray album. There are two songs that sounded like similar to me. Real quick, this yeah. part reminds me of Limp Biscuit. Oh yeah, little, in, the, little mm-hmm. interludes. Yeah, go mm-hmm. ahead. Sorry. As a, as a trailing off. Um, but on that first album, there was like Mean Machine, and then also one other song 
but I think we like the other song better. But they were they were sound they had like similar enough energy, oh, right. you know. And I the same could be said for RPM and Breathe, except I don't say that because I just fucking love both those songs. Oh like, yeah, I, I get the the idea of like what they're doing, and it, they do have a general similar feel to them. Yeah, but like fuck it, they both sound so fucking good, man. You know, and 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 I'm sure a nostalgia plays a role in this, like yeah, no doubt. Mm-hmm. Um. Because, you know, if, if a person were listening to this for the first time, they probably wouldn't hear the distinction that we do. Mm-hmm. Um, I still think it would be a fun album to listen to, even if you had no prior association with it. Mm-hmm. Um, but admittedly, a huge part of what gets me so pumped about this album is the nostalgia. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. I remember exactly where I was. Yeah, ex- yeah, exactly. <laughs> How often I was masturbating, all of this stuff, you know? <laughs> And it was a lot. It was a lot. <laughs> um, you want to move on to track three? Let's do it. Number three is a song called Anyone. This is one of those songs where... I love the bass in the song. Yeah. This is one of those songs where I forgot about this. I, I could not remember... Like oh, when really? I was going through the track list before I listened or re-listened to it, I was yeah. like, I don't, I don't remember what the song sounds like at all. And then as soon as this starts, I was like... Okay. Yeah. Okay. And like you were saying, like <laughs> okay. the ba- the bass sounds so fucking good on this. Yeah. You pick out all the instrumentation. Sometimes they just let the bass player carry the song for a yeah. while, you know? It's down tempo, but it's still got like this like excited like yeah. energy to it. Yeah. It's like has, party energy. It has some like heft to it. It's like yeah. the, the, the bass line is like just let me let me put me in coach, you know? <laughs> yeah. This chorus, I know. Like in the background, you hear the anyone, anyone. Yeah. I just want to listen to it. <laughs> I think normally we talk yeah. more, but this we're just like, yeah, yeah, fuck yeah. Um, I know it's just gonna be us like gushing over this album for <laughs> so for the good. rest of it. We're only on track three of thirteen, so we have <laughs> ten more to go. But I think one thing I noticed on this album is the courses are all very repetitious but yeah. I don't really mind it because the idea of the chorus right. being repetitious really pays dividends yeah. to me you know so well, it's, it's, it's like a party thing like you want to be able to like shout it and, and you know the repetition you can hear the first line once and then join in with it you yeah. know um, so if you're playing it at a show you know everybody can just sing along with it even though they don't know the song mm-hmm yeah, that's true. By the time you get to the second chorus of any of these songs, the <laughs> yeah, audience can you just like it. sing it. It's like, <laughs> yeah. what's the name of the song, Anyone? I bet we say that at some point. <laughs> it's got some good melody in there, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's good stuff. Yeah. (laughs) Hit that fader. (laughs) This is like... It's not complicated. It's just fun. Yeah. I I feel like they're... For some of these bands, like... Like the Cold Chamber album, I feel like even though <laughs> that's our that's our like low bar, it's, it's, yeah, exactly. I feel like even though those songs all sound the same, 
Right. They they kind of feel like overthought to me. That like, but it was a dumb thought, right? You know? <laughs> yeah. And this just seems like this. I don't know that this was true, but it feels like this music was produced super easily, and it wasn't overthought. But oh it, yeah. But it's still like creative, you know? Right. It, it's not like DJ Homicide is constantly just scratching only on the bridge or whatever, which happened a lot in some new metal. Right. But he's like kind of sprinkled throughout. Um, I don't know, man. I'm just like so impressed with this with this album. Do you think if you handed, or if you like turn the song on to somebody who only knew the radio hits from Sugar Ray, like the poppy stuff, and you let them listen to anyone, like the chorus there, do you think they would be able to identify Sugar Ray? No. No. Like, not even, no. <laughs> I, I feel like Mark McGrath's singing voice on that song as well is like, it's melodic, but it sounds different. You know, it's not like. Yeah. Not, it's not as soft. So, um, you know, they started out or like ha- there was a previous iteration with Mark McGrath. Shrinky where they Dinks? Were, sh- the Shrinky Dinks. Yeah. Where they played a lot of ACDC covers or maybe they like oh. exclusively played ACDC covers. Damn. Um, but listening to this and, and I didn't know that uh, until we were doing research uh, for the Lemonade and Brownies. Mm. Excuse me, I had to burp. Mm-hmm. Um uh, and like they, they had said that they were like, they, they did a lot of ACDC cover bands. I think that's how like Mark joined would just like jumped up on stage. Cause like the singer wasn't there or something. Mm-hmm. I could be misremembering. It was something along these lines though, of where he was like, just started belting out these ACDC songs and they were like, join our band. Yeah. Uh, and listening to this, like they don't sound like ACDC, but they have that simple, catchy, fun energy mm-hmm. of yeah. ACDC. That's true. Where yeah. It's like, uh, the lyrics aren't complicated. The melodies aren't complicated, but like they're fun and catchy. Like it, it just, it, it's all you need with this type of music. You how, don't need deeper bullshit meanings. It's just fun. How interesting because this is like an entire album of you shook me all night longs, you know? Yeah. 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 Has the energy to it. Totally. Yeah. Totally. This song's about fucking, <laughs> you know, Wait, I like that. About fucking. <laughs> oh, real quick. Going back to the, the album cover. I had this thought earlier, like, do you think Shifty Shell Shock from, <laughs> from Crazy oh, Town saw this album cover? And he was like, he went to a life coach. He was like, just this. <laughs> just like all this. Give me all of this. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yes, he did. Okay. Yeah. For sure. It's like they put this album cover and then like. Oh, God. Uh, HGH in a blender. <laughs> <laughs> a little crack sprinkled in there. <laughs> but um, yeah. All right. So you want to move on to. The smash hit sensation. The smash hit sensation. Everybody wanna fly. Well, it is all nice and decent. Slip of the curl. This is Mr. Captain Sugar Ray Ride. This takes me back summer of '97, just like immediately. Do you? This is Super Cat, the reggae yeah. musician. Um, do you like this version of the song? Like, if you were giving your druthers to listen to this song, yeah. Do you have a preference of one versus the other? I was trying to come up with. Uh, like which one I liked more? Mm-hmm. I can't, I can't, I can't tell you. Yeah, I, I'm not okay. I'll say I'm not like a crazy huge fan of this song. I like it. It's fun. Yeah, it's got nostalgia to it, but it's not like I heard it a lot back in the day, and I got pretty burnt out on it. Yeah, and for a long time I was like, I love this album, but I hate this song. Yeah, uh, just because it was played to it's death everywhere, yeah. everywhere. Yeah. Um, but. Going back, uh, it, it's it's catchy. Yeah, it's fun. It's fine. Um, 
don't know. I really don't know. Yeah. I, I couldn't tell you. Uh, it, mm-hmm. it reminds me of uh, the Sneaker Pimps uh, Six Underground. Do you remember that song? Oh, yeah. So there was there was the Nelly Hooper mix, um, hmm. and then there was like, with the, it had like the scratching in it and everything, and then there was the uh, like the stripped down version of it, and and our radio station 104.5 The Edge hmm. would play both of them, and okay. I feel like they played the scratching one more often, and then occasionally you'd hear the one without the scratching, and you'd be like, whoa, what? Why is this different? You know, like, uh, and uh, because. If you didn't own the CD, you just had to wait till they played it on the radio. Like, yeah. there was no streaming services. There was no CD. Like, you just had to wait for it to happen. And then so you like, I, th- I thought there was this in this song. Um, so it kind of reminds me of that thing because I, I know 104 would sometimes play the one with Super Cat and then sometimes not play it. Um, so I always, I always thought that was a little interesting where they could just kind of pick and choose which version they wanted. This is fascinating. I had no idea the Scratch version of that song existed oh, and, really? yeah. uh, I'm going to do everything I can to uh, find this and listen to it because I remember like the original version it's very like it's pretty low key right it's like a yes. quieter type of song yeah. right holy shit oh see I like this one so I've, I've heard the like radio version of Fly so many times like the version without Supercat that it that it's like, okay, this is just how the song is. So whenever I listened to it on this album, I was like, oh yeah, I really like this like added flavor component to it. You right. know, it's just like different enough to where it's it's more interesting for me to listen to. I guess if it were the Please other take way, and away. Please take away my <laughs> PA. <laughs> yeah, new yeah. metal got a there lot of mileage oh, out yeah. of that out of that breakbeat. <laughs> you know. Yep. Um, but, uh, but yeah, like if it were the other way around and this version was constantly on the radio, yeah, I'd probably gravitate toward the other one just so it would be different or whatever, Something you know? Yeah. yeah. But, um, I think the stripped down version I may prefer just a smidge more. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What about you? You said uh, you like this I, version I think better? I like this one better just because it's like slightly different it's like yeah 40 seconds longer or whatever right and like 30 of that 40 seconds is at the beginning where super cat is just saying just gibberish <laughs> i have no idea oh listen me the slip of the curl sounds like chet hanks at the beginning of it oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> he's cool man <laughs> chet hanks is cool dude i did i did fuck hey man white boy summer <laughs> i ain't racist though because i fuck black shit <laughs> Man, they do so. That is a trip. Yeah, um, but uh, but yeah, as the song is fading out, uh, I do think this is like a solid chorus. Like as far oh, yeah. as like pop choruses go, you know. Yeah. I can see like a whole s- stadium or whatever singing along to this, you know. Yeah. Yeah. So it's simple. It's yeah. catchy. It's. Mm-hmm. I do like that line. All around the world, statues crumble for me. And you know, this is about his. Uh, his mother who passed away. Yeah, I, I heard that the so lyrics were like that. very dark or yeah. whatever. But yeah, it wasn't until researching it for this podcast that right. I knew that. I never paid attention to lyrics, so I yeah, you know, it was like, I guess he wants to get on a plane or something. I don't know. <laughs> All right, so that was that was Fly by Sugar Ray and Supercat. I always wish I could have been a DJ, like not a scratchy scratchy, mm-hmm. but like a. A, disc, a radio disking jockey. Well, Ross, that's what we're doing here, you know? Oh, shit, we are. Welcome to KNDC 
fuck. Oh, shit. Oh, come. <laughs> I'm fired. <laughs> this is my first day. <laughs> Those are my first words. I'm a baby. Um, but, uh, yeah, so that was, uh, we've, we've essentially talked about both radio singles at this point. Number one, or, yeah, RPM was track one. That was the second single released. Yeah. Fly is the first and the biggest one for this entire album. For sure. Um, so the rest of this is just like, Deep cuts, you know? Yeah, we're getting into it. So if people have never listened to this album before, you're in for a fucking treat because this shit is just fucking so much fun. Strap buck, buckle in and strap on, baby. <laughs> I'm going to be a sub tonight. <laughs> <laughs> those, uh, those first three songs, well, the first two for sure were um, more energetic songs. The the third one, anyone, was kind of like a a little bit like slower, but also heavier. Yeah. Whereas Fly is just like honestly totally out of left field. Oh, um, it, it seems out of place on this album, but it's just I've grown up with this album, so I'm just used to it. Right. So if it weren't there, I'd be it, it'd be strange for me. Yeah. But now we're going to get back into the energetic fun shit. Y'all ready for this? Hell yeah. This is Speed Home California. Dude. 78 guys with mullets just, <laughs> just rocking out, man. <laughs> Jug bands just losing their goddamn minds. Yeah, I, I tried to get that in real quick. Speed Home California. Yeah. That is the name of this song. And... Um, I, I, I did read lyrics to this song, and it's nonsense. I fucking love it. Oh, perfect. I would love to see the song played live by, the, by them in their prime, you know? Oh, man. Oh, my God. That would have been insane. Like, to, to see, like, a Circle Pit at a Sugar Ray concert, like, now, though. Now I want to see it. <laughs> yeah. All the cougars out there, you know, with their cubs. <laughs> They're just lightly bumping into each other and apologizing. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, Barb. I spilled my white rosé. Did you know they make this? <laughs> it's mainly just bleach. Do you want to try my sangria? <laughs> I made it myself. Oh, my God, Carly, you made it yourself. It's with organic. It's all organic. I, I like to get my artificial stuff organically made. <laughs> Uh, some solid lead guitar there, you know? I love that part. It's just fun. Yeah. Fun fun. Like, when the, the singer of the band is singing the guitar part on yeah. the, like, main recording of the album. There's yeah, a little, like, electro beat. <laughs> just like... Oh, man. Just gonna bring that in like that? Okay. It... It seems like a lot of shit thrown together, mm -hmm. but it works. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's just frantic and fun and just... Yeah. yeah. Get your gooch up. <laughs> Get your good job. I don't know what that means. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. See, it's got like an ACDC. It's got an ACDC energy, not sound, but energy. Yeah. Yeah. I like that weird little, like, theremin sound at the <laughs> yeah. end, you know? 
fucking rules. Hell yeah, pimp. Uh, so that was like another like fun upbeat song, and yeah. like how do they follow that one up? Oh man, they're gonna are they gonna are they gonna try to slow it down? I think they're gonna slow it down. Oh my god, ASMR. <laughs> Welcome to Nunes Colony, the ASMR new metal podcast. I guess I don't know. Next up, we've got Fred Durst singing Behind Blue Eyes. <laughs> Everyone's favorite song. <laughs> yeah. It's on. It's like so many punchlines, oh, that, that version of that song, you know? They. Yeah. <laughs> I was doing my neck collar thing like, uh, what's his name? Uh, Danger. Uh, Mouse. Danger Doom. <laughs> Wait, what? Uh, Dangerfield. Roddy Dangerfield. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Man, I forgot about was he that. the guy that started doing the neck probably predates him though doesn't it i think he invented collars just so that would be a thing yeah i thought it was like his tie i thought he would adjust uh, the little like not his tie yeah yeah maybe it's just like a cartoon thing could be i'm doing a thing where you like like take one finger and hook it under your shirt mm-hmm. collar and go like yeah yeah like a jewish man <laughs> <laughs> maybe it was the sandman from the apollo oh. like he he like tried to scoot someone off the stage and he like caught their shirt collar instead yeah and that that person most certainly died jewish. but like <laughs> Anyway, <laughs> I assume. I assume. <laughs> well, it was Sammy Davis Jr. Uh, Jew is part of his name, and yeah. he's black. So and he's black. Yeah, uncanceled. <laughs> All right. Next up, we've got high anxiety, yeah. and it did dawn on me that is this, is this a weed reference? I don't know. I would hope not. Yeah. Oh yeah, dude. Spark it up, light it up. Inhale, <laughs> exhale. I uh, I was like, man, because I I remember this song title from back in the day, but I couldn't remember the song itself. So I was like, oh, high anxiety was is next. I thought it was gonna be like an up tempo song, and then this happens, you know? Yeah. It's like, wow, they're doing like a low. It's like, there we go. Hell yeah. yeah. I turned it down right as it got loud. <laughs> Viewer, the lyrics to this? No. Mm-hmm. Very weird. Yeah? Yeah. What you got? Can't feel any worse than I feel right now. Don't worry about it, because I'm okay. And I'm alright. I'm okay and I'm alright. You're right. They're very weird. There's there's a couple lines specifically that we'll get to get here in a second. Okay. That even even genius doesn't know it. Right here. So black guys help the white guys win incomprehensible. <laughs> Don't know. I looked it up on Genius and doesn't have it either. Doesn't so. know. I do like this part. <laughs> he did it. Yeah. He would, he would do really good at like voice acting, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he hosts a uh, a show on the, uh, I think it's like the, yeah, the 90s station on Sirius XM. He has like oh, a, yeah. a, a regular like weekly show or whatever. And he yeah. always does a good job of hosting <laughs> that. Give me a beer, bitch. <laughs> uh, at first I was like, what? <laughs> Next line. Cause a good mom is hard to find. <laughs> <laughs> I'm okay.
okay and I'm all right. Oh man, Damn. give me a beer, bitch. It's a good <laughs> mom. It's hard to find. <laughs> you think it's gonna be something like really like '90s misogynistic, and it's just <laughs> it's just fun. It's just fun. It's <laughs> fine. She's got the gets off. Oh, yeah. That's just like wishful thinking for those lyrics. Somebody's really reading into that. Yeah, it is. Yeah. It just sounds like gibberish to me. When I got my balls inside of my hands, I'm your maintenance man. <laughs> I'm hanging on the gay one. <laughs> All right, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. There you go. Well, a little background thing. I never knew what they said in uh-huh. this. Stuff like this, it would never occur to me. You gotta get a tattoo, but I'm Jewish. I'm Gilligan, so I can't get a tattoo. (laughs) (laughs) It would never occur to me to think that these would be like lyrics that would be in, like you could just like read or whatever, (laughs) you know? It just seems like gibberish at the end of a song or Uh, whatever, you know? I love it. Yeah. A lot of fun. Let's move on to track number seven, which is Tap, Twist, Snap. This one I forgot even existed as well. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Oh, man. I definitely remember this one. Oh, really? I love this song. Is this like weird synthy thing here at the beginning? It's like a yeah. sweeping synth noise or whatever. Like, honestly, I don't know why this song wasn't in the movie Drive. Yeah. It belongs there, dude. Starring Adam Driver. Mm-hmm. Ray. <laughs> Sugar. Ray. Use the horns. <laughs> Hell yeah. Just like the energy <laughs> level of this, you know? Again, for my notes, I put <laughs> nonsense lyrics. Also, it's got kind of the, um, it tries to do the, like, 90s edgy, you know, like, the government's lying to us, man. Uh-huh. That, that's all I could think of is that uh, birthday boys thing that Mitch <laughs> yeah. rapped on the last episode we recorded. Right. Yeah. <laughs> on uh, on this song, I like that for the, the DJ part, they had to, like, record the vocals and the and Homicide just added the yeahs in between oh, yeah. what Mark was saying on the chorus yeah. here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, that's what tap, twist, snap means. <laughs> it didn't even occur to me, you know? I knew that's what they were saying on the chorus, but like right. we're, we're going out drinking or whatever. Because you were too young sense. to understand it when you first heard it. So Ross, like, I listened to this song like eight times earlier this week. <laughs> I did did not occur to me until this exact moment. Oh, damn. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was like, oh, that's what they're saying. You know? About drinking. Mm-hmm. Sugar Ray taught me life was all about drinking. On this song. Yeah. Fred Durst heard the song. He was like, yeah. <laughs> that's where he picked it up from the chorus. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, that part. Mm-hmm. They're Not really good. At, it's just no. Fun. Yeah, you like 
drop the band out for a second, and then yeah. you come back in, it's just dynamic. I like when his voice is cracking. Uh-huh. <laughs> he does that. Like, uh, we've talked about Ross Robinson like doing great vocal takes or, or recording like great vocals, right? right. Um, Mark McGrath, I would love to hear this era of Sugar Ray, his vocals be recorded that way, you know? Yeah. Because it has these little imperfections in it that make it interesting. And it does sound that's like right. his voice is cracking, but that's kind of the charm of it to me, you know? Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, so next up, we've got American Pig. And to, to preface this, this is yet again going into the um, 90s edgy, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> the TV rules us all and is melting your brain, man. Mm-hmm. But it's also got um, a pretty good um, criticism of like, American masculinity and um, uh, like kind of like excess capitalism kind of thing mm. uh, feels into lyrics. Uh, but it dawned on me that like, we don't have this anymore. We're like, um, like an outwardly macho aggressive band is criticizing um, like the bad type of masculinity mm-hmm. um, or, or, or criticizing capitalism. Uh, you get it from like, you know, some, some like more like conscious rappers and stuff like that. But like, you know, like back in the day, he had like Rage Against the Machine who was like, mm-hmm. and I think that, and this is getting into like politics. So mm-hmm. if you don't want to hear this, I don't know, get fucked. <laughs> uh, but I, I feel like leftism has become, we, we, we're so against toxic masculinity that mm. I think sometimes we get uh, just normal masculine masculinity, which uh, mm. t- to me, masculinity is uh, self-sufficiency, being able to do things yourself, mm-hmm. um, being able to take care of yourself, being able to, you know, build something or it's, it's not this idea of like men on top women in the kitchen or whatever. Yeah. Um, it's more about uh, being confident in yourself and, um, maybe aggression but aggression directed at the the correct thing mm-hmm. aggression directed at the system not towards um you know minorities or, or however masculinity is mm-hmm. like defined uh today when i say minorities i'm including like social minorities so like women and stuff in there also. yeah white men um, yeah yes yeah, so mm-hmm. the most persecuted group they can't even jump yeah it's soon it's pretty soon as you're not even gonna be able to like uh how, get married to like a woman anymore oh my god yeah. yeah tapped you'll be held at gunpoint to have sex with a trans woman they have closed down so many kkk dress shops recently it's sickening what happened oh to this country God. wow it's like i don't want to buy anything from there but you're gonna take the freedom away from someone else <laughs> oh my god but 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 i i kind of think that we need uh when i say we i mean um people on the left mm-hmm. progressives um need to uh, find a way to appeal to kind of aggressive, the aggressive nature of young men, but mm-hmm. direct it in a in 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 a towards a in a good direction. Because mm-hmm. uh, right now, I feel like conservatives, conservatives, people on the right have pretty much taken over young male aggressiveness yeah. and has directed it towards you know trans people, gay people. The list goes on and on. Mm-hmm. Um, and, I, and I feel like in the 90s, at least, uh, you could be leftist progressive and be and be aggressive and it wasn't seen as you know uh bad because it was directed towards the the right place right yeah 
Um, all this is to say that this song, this next song, fucking rules. Um, <laughs> and um, I, 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 I kind of miss this, and I wish there were some heavier bands that um, had some prominence. That um, you, I, I, Run the Jewels kind of does it. I was literally just thinking about okay, that good. in my head. Yeah, like they, they're not a. I mean, they're like a hip hop duo, right? Uh, and their their music hits hard, but it's not yeah. heavy necessarily. But they are like very juvenile in some of their lyrics, but they're also like <laughs> yeah. very poignant and very like well spoken in some of those right. other lyrics, you know. So they certainly like walk that line. So whenever you had mentioned Rage Against the Machine, my first thought was like, oh, like Run the Jewels is carrying that that torch right. in a way, you know? Yeah, yeah, and yeah, Killer Mike, you know, he's uh... his name's Killer. Like it's. It's right there. What God. more do you need? You know, can't, I can't stand people that like, you know, he's up there like talking, giving this like eloquent, like thoughtful speech. People are like, why does he got to be killer, Mike? Oh, is this a thing? Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, God. No. Because he kills the mic. Cause it's... Yeah. Because raper Mike would be bad, you idiots. <laughs> Jesus. Use your brains. <laughs> rapist Mike. Um, before hey, we start. Hey, rapist Mike. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't do that, though. Yeah. I rape the the microphone. Is the, is the thing. Is like, I rape the system. I just, <laughs> um, before you start the song, yeah. I, I will say last week I was my wife had asked me, um, you know, what I was listening to leading up to this record and everything, right. and I told her, and then like later in that day. I went up to where I was playing this song, or I had my phone with me. I said, what band do you think this is? And I started this song, and she was like, uh, I don't know, Slipknot? And I was like, nope. Nope, but like... Oh, I was in a spit take. I was in the group. <laughs> Holy shit. You might be surprised to know that it's Sugar Ray. And she was like, the fly people? I was like, yes, the fly people. This is what... <laughs> Jeff Goldblum? Yeah. Uh <laughs> It's like walking out of that little pod. I uh, just uh, uh, want to fly. Yeah, yeah of Sorry. course. Um, but the the way this this song starts, it has a little sample, but yeah. then it just like goes in so hard. And this was my favorite thing to do back in the day: is just be like, ask people, like play this song, and be like, yeah. "What band do you think this is?" And they <laughs> never fucking got it right, dude. Right? Yeah. It's like if you played some like really early. Uh, uh, Incubus. <laughs> oh, yeah. Or mm -hmm. they were like funk metal. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody who had only heard like their like little hippie bullshit. Mm -hmm. uh, okay. Yeah. So cool. American Pig. Uh, only note I have on this is fucking rule. So we're going to jam it right now. <laughs> Track eight. No, you going to dig this. Hell yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I love the guitar part. Yeah. This part. Yeah. Yeah. It sounds a little bit like uh, Middle Eastern. Like it's oh, not yeah. it's not a sitar, but it could be a sitar, you know? Right. Is it called a sitar because it's like a guitar but you sit? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. That makes sense exactly to me. Exactly right. Yeah. This is a little bit like this American pig. It's a little bit like new metal rappy, oh, you know. Yeah. Probably the most New metal song on the album? Oh, uh, yeah. Good point, yeah. <laughs> I put my hand the gang vocals on this are yeah. A+. Plus. Mm -hmm. Right here. Hell yeah. I'd love it if they, like, played Fly and then played this song oh immediately after, you know? <laughs> yeah. For the encore. Uh -huh. Come out and do yeah. this. Yeah. 
He's so. It sucks that he doesn't do this anymore because yeah. he's got such a good voice for this, like. <laughs> Just this like kind of bratty, like screaming. <laughs> yeah, like that's the 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 punkishness. Yeah, of it punk, all, you punk know. Punk is better than bratty. <laughs> but well, I mean, you know, we all know punks are bratty. But um, <laughs> punks are daddy. Oh, zaddy even. <laughs> um, but like, he has such like a good control over his voice, even though he he like. His voice cracks sometimes, but oh, I feel yeah. like that's on purpose, you know? For sure, yeah. Uh, I don't know, man. We get our culture from a mini mall. Fuck inside a bathroom stall. Rob, Peter, pay, Paul. I'm just like you. I want it all. So good. <laughs> we get our culture from a mini mall. Fuck inside a bathroom stall. That's all that needs to be said. Zach Delroga, you know? eat your fucking heart out. <laughs> I wonder where that comes from. Like, because this, like, kind of showed up out of nowhere. Like, is it specifically from Rage Against the Machine? Because this type of this is- wow. aesthetic, like, we, we really, like, you'd mentioned it on the Snot episode. Yeah. Where it's like, we're tough and pissed off about, like, politics, but we don't know a lot of words. <laughs> so, <laughs> that type of thing, you know? There, like I, Rage must have like put out an album like a year or two before or something, and it was in the zeitgeist. Oh, you know, yeah, yeah. I know Rage had been a thing before, but like when you got your like your bad brains and suicidal tendencies, and there was a lot of guys who were doing kind of the aggressive rap rock stuff. But like we like we kind of said early on, I think new metal is it's not just rapping over rock. Right. It's it's like a it's like a culture and a one sec. I know you gonna dig this. Hell Fuck yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it's like a, uh, it's like a culture. Yeah. Because um, because there's a difference between you know the Beastie Boys and uh, like Lincoln Park or something. Yeah. Uh, but I think I think the difference is more cultural rather than just rapping over guitars. Yeah. So cool. Yeah, it's like way more sub- or way more aggressive than you would ever expect. Oh, yeah. from a Sugar Ray album, you know. Yeah, so that was uh, <clears throat> American Pig. American now, Pig. Now, listener, if you've never heard this album before, you're like, "Holy shit, that song was heavy." <laughs> Can it get heavier? Yep. Let's uh, let's move on to track nine. The, the, uh, All right, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> coming up next, we've got a uh, little song. Uh, I hope you're uh, all sitting down right now. Hope you've, uh, hope you don't have any breakables nearby because you're about to rock so fucking hard. Your entire living room is going to be the pit for Mortal Kombat. I, I hope y'all have a second face because your first one's about to get rocked the fuck off. <laughs> Mom? <laughs> Okay, this one, this uh, next song is called uh, Stand and Deliver. Yay! <laughs> this is a. Uh, this is that, is, I just. That's supposed to be horses galloping, right? And he was doing I th- it on I the turntable. I think that's what it's supposed to be. Yeah. But this is a cover of a song by Adam and the Ants. Adam Ant. See, because I looked up Adam Ant and it, it defaulted to Adam and the Ants. Because that's how I knew it as well. But then it was like, I don't know. Maybe it was one of those things where it's like, 
Jefferson Starship West Jefferson Airplane or whatever, you know? Yeah. I don't know. But <laughs> this is so weird. Okay. It is Adam and Ian. Yeah. That's not how I remembered it. No. No. This is like a Mandela effect if I've ever seen one. Reality is wrong. We were right. Cyclops was right. <laughs> Justice for Cyclops. Okay, I'm this is weird. I swore it was Adam. I could have I could have testified in court <laughs> that it was Adam Ant, but it's Adam oh, and the Ants. But man, this song fucking rules. It's so weird. Like this this <laughs> yeah. song it, it's believable that this song and Fly belong in the same album together. But like <laughs> yeah. after hearing American Pig, that the fact that Sugar Ray as a band got together with their producer and they were like uh, putting this album in sequence and they were like, well, obviously Stand and Deliver has to come after American Pig. <laughs> of course. You know, it's like, okay. So corrections. Yes. Um, Adam and the Ants mm-hmm. is fronted by a man named Adam Ant who went on to do a solo career. Okay. All right. So we were right. We were right. We Basically, we were right. Yeah. Okay. Now back to <laughs> So this is like new metal at this point is uh, not like regularly doing this, but covers are a thing, right? Like Korn had two uh, on their sophomore album. They had the Ice Cube, uh, Wicked, and then they oh, had yeah. Lowrider by War. So That's Sugar right, Ray yeah. is picking up that ball and be like, hey, we'll raise you. Hold on. I had never heard this song before until I bought this album. I was like, what the fuck is this? And I literally had not heard the original version until like last week. I was oh, like, shit. oh yeah, I forgot. Like I could just like streaming music as a thing. I can just <laughs> yeah. easily find this. I don't have to go like, because back in the day, if you wanted to hear the original, you either had to hear it on the radio, which did not play this song, right, yeah. or you had to like go buy the album. Maybe a single, which is going to be about right. album price. Yeah. I'm not going to spend money on this, you know? But I listened to it. Have you ever heard the original version of this? Oh, yeah. Really? Yeah. Wild. I've, I've never heard it. Like, I could not <laughs> believe how faithful of a cover this is. Oh, yeah. It's like spot fucking on. Like, even all the weird little, like, vocal inflections. <laughs> it's all there. Yeah. They fucking nailed it. Yeah. Couldn't believe it. It's it's a lot of fun. I didn't, I didn't uh, totally appreciate it when I was mm-hmm. younger. Um, but, uh, I've grown up and matured and, mm. um, have, you know, learned to love more, um, emotional, um, impactful, in-depth song, in-depth songs. Mm-hmm. Um, and this song, uh, well, previous song, Stand and Deliver, truly stands and delivers, uh, on the promise <laughs> of, um, maturity and, mm. uh, beauty and all the things that, uh, I truly hold dear in my life. Mm-hmm. Um, so next up we've got Cash. <laughs> Anything you want to say about this before we get into it? Uh, about Stand and Deliver, um, only that uh, when I was listening back to this album, I was like, oh, fuck, Stand and Deliver is coming up. And I was like, oh. oh, I guess I'll just like get through it or whatever. <laughs> but literally every time I listened back through this album all the way through, which was several times, yeah. I never skipped Stand and Deliver. No, it's like, fun. Because like once you're in, you're fucking in. Yeah. Once it gets its claws in you, you're there, <laughs> dude. So you're not going anywhere. So like... Even though I would like 
probably not add stand and deliver onto like a best of new metal playlist. <laughs> right. Like if it's going to play the album through, I won't skip it. Yeah. It's, it's fun. It's like weird. It's so it's weird. So, it's so fun. It is, that is probably the best word to describe it. Fucking weird. It is. This yeah. This song is weird. How have you heard this song before? How do you hear the original song? I mean, um, my mom listened to a lot of like 80s new wave stuff. Oh, uh, okay. Um, so, and she really liked, well, okay, Adam and the Ants, but she, she always said Adam Ant. Mm-hmm. So maybe she was a bigger fan of his solo stuff, but I, mm-hmm. I remember this song playing. Basically, if this song, the Sugar Ray version or the regular one, is not in Ant-Man 3, Quantumania. We riot. Um, yeah, of course. Start yeah. fires. Kevin Feige. Mm-hmm. More like Kevin Deddy. <laughs> We're killing you. We're going to kill you. We're going to kill you, Kevin Feige. No, hey, Allegedly. Hey, if we get, if we get, if we get uh, raided by the FBI, it means people are listening. <laughs> Sweet. If we don't get raided by the FBI, that means no. even the, even they don't give a fuck. They're like, oh yeah, they're not gonna do anything. These fucking cowards. Kevin Feige's gonna send. Uh, um, They're gonna send Batman after us. Who's funny? <laughs> uh, uh, Matthew Lillard after us. I don't know. Oh man, who That'd should Matthew Lillard play in the MCU? Who should he play? Oh, yeah. an interesting question. Toad. He said, "Oh no, you can't <laughs> do that to Matthew." Um, I'd like to see him do like. Uh, some type of villain. I think he could like just Ooh. get all up in that. I'm I'm on a bullseye. Oh well, no. I would say no only because uh, the Daredevil Netflix series is, I guess, part of MCU canon now, and they already have a bullseye in uh, season three. See, I never watched season three. Season three was good. Really, I liked it. Yeah, is you might go back. Played, is the guy who plays Bullseye good? Uh, I liked him. Yeah, ring endorsement. <laughs> I'm just trying to remember. I I watched like shortly after that came out. It was when like they started killing the Netflix shows. Yeah. So like my enthusiasm for the whole endeavor kind of went down. But I thought I thought it was pretty good. Is he? um, He doesn't have a scar. Gooder or better? Is he gooder or better than Colin Farrell? Well, Colin Farrell is the lobster, and the legend. You know, so you can't you can't top. You can't top collar. Oh, right. The yeah. lo- I was like, the lobster. You mean the penguin? <laughs> yeah. Batman's arch nemesis, the lobster. He probably wow. has one, right? Uh, speaking of, did you ever watch it? Did you watch no. Batman? Mm-mm. No. Right. Well, fuck it. We're no. going on this <laughs> We're going to go cash. Now, this song, I want you to hear the ACDC in this song, because the ACDC is screaming through this bad bitch. This is the shortest song on the album, by the way. BG Dubs, go ahead. Johnny Be Good. Yeah, I want everyone to imagine a, a young 14-year-old Brent just streaming tears after realizing that <laughs> my censored version of this song said, I need some get-by cash. Yeah. And then I heard the uncensored one. I was like, I really want the one that says fuck in it a whole bunch. <laughs> yeah. No, no. But yes, right I, away, right away. I hear the, the ACDC-ness of it, you know? Yeah. I love the bass line on this, too. Oh, yeah. If that, that ain't Angus Young, I don't know what it is, my, my friend. It my reminds friend. me of uh, Johnny B. Good, but specifically from Back to the Future. Right. When Marty McFly invented it. Yeah. Marty McFly invented black people music. Woo! Black people music. I mean, blues. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> rock. Who got since this canceled? Fuck. Get by. You all have to suffer with me. I would love to see this live. Mm -hmm. Me too. A minute and 35 seconds of pure glory. Yeah. Like, there's part of me that's like, God, I wish that would be longer. But, like, if it were longer, it would ruin it in right. a way. You know, it's like, it's just, like, the perfect size, you yeah. know? Yeah. Yeah. Just just shoot it into my veins. Mm-hmm. That's good. Cut it up in a powder and let me snort it. Hey, man, throw some IV on a... Throw some IV. Throw some cash on an IV drip. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> this happens to me a lot, where I just, like, speak at the end of my sentence, and then, yeah. Or yeah. just mumble all my words. I need some fucking cash, dude. Fucking mumble rappers. Ugh. Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, it's just me and Quavo, you know what I'm saying? Hell yeah, dude. 21. That's 21 Savage, sorry. 21 Savage? 21 Savage. That's 21. racist. 21. Mm -hmm. I love his... <laughs> all of his ad-libs are 21. <laughs> I, I actually do think 21 Savage is... Tw God damn it. 21 Savage is a very good rapper. I really like 21 Savage. Oh. I've heard of him. He's a white guy, right? No. Is he not? No. Oh, I thought he was white. No. Oh, okay. Definitely not. He's a real one. He's a real one. <laughs> real rapper. <laughs> I know that sounded like I was maybe going to say <laughs> the other word. <laughs> but he's a real rapper. He's a real rapper. Okay. Real okay. One. Legit. Yep. All right. All, All right. right. Um, so next up, we've got Invisible. Yes. I did put on here that this uh, feels like a very new metal song. I was gonna say this one to me sounds like a very new metal approach to yeah what was going on. And this was another one of these songs where I was like, I remember the song title. I don't remember what the song sounds like until I went back to re-listen to right. this album recently. So when you went back and listened to these that you hadn't listened to in a while, did it come back to you? Like when you heard it, were you? Were you like, oh yeah, or, or was it like usually? You couldn't remember it. Yeah, like the choruses would come back to me. the The beginning yeah. of the songs and like the verses didn't really like necessarily ring a bell. But by the time you get to this chorus, right? I was like, oh yeah. I, I will say that this is probably probably my least favorite song on the album. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it seems a little um, a little samey to yeah. Uh, maybe I don't know. I'm trying to figure out if it sounds like another song on this album, and I don't know that it does, but, you know, whatever. Yeah. Fuck it. We'll do it, it live. It doesn't really go anywhere, you know? Yeah. Like, it doesn't have any standout parts. It's just sort of... Yeah, I guess that's true. I don't remember what the bridge is. The... It's just this, right? It's like... Yeah, it kind of gets a little heavy. I, I, I do kind of like this part. It's yeah. probably the best part of the song. Where it kind of not slows down, but the the rhythm kind of. Bulls on parade. Yeah, like I I, I dig that part, but otherwise it's uh, 
not a whole lot to yeah, write home about. Yeah. Onto, yeah. 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 All right. Which is not bad. No. Not a bad song, but not anything. Like, if you're playing the album, I wouldn't skip the song either, you know? No. If I'm no. going to sit through Stand and Deliver, I'll sit through this one, you yeah. know? Yeah. But yeah, it's not anything. I wouldn't seek out this song necessarily, you know? I don't think there's a skippable song on here, honestly. No. No, I'd agree with that. And also, like, I, I was thinking about this when we were talking about. Uh, th- on the previous episode, we discussed Snot's only album, you know? Yeah. And we were talking about how some of those songs seem like they, they, they have a similar feel to other tracks on the album. And it's like, why would they do this? Or uh, the little, like, musical interstitials they've got throughout it. And it's like, did they need to include this? I, I was a little bit confused. But right. I was thinking about it. And I was like, I wonder if part of their record contract is like, we need... We'll, we'll sign you to like so many albums, right? Usually, it's if if they're gonna do this and you get you get signed, you're you're told, well, you have to do three albums or five albums, whatever the case. Uh, six albums, I think, is like what Slipknot has through Roadrunner. Yeah. Um, maybe seven. I don't know. Whatever the case, I don't I don't know what the intricacies. In, I don't know the details of this shit. Here we go. He's mm. sundowning. Mm. <laughs> Sometimes when I uh, I talk to people, I'm like, what if I'm like an 89-year-old man and I've got severe Alzheimer's and everyone oh, who's talking God. to me is just like my grandkids yeah. or whatever? And you think you're like yeah. 30, 30 <coughs> years old? Yeah. And and in reality, the, the people I'm talking to are like, oh, shit. Grandpa's going, <laughs> going on about Limp Bizkit again. Just pretend like that's a thing. No one knows what that is. You're not going to have grandkids. No, no, never. <laughs> My narts are way too damaged. <laughs> All that cock and ball torture. Yeah. That you like. It's for me, you know? Did I ever, I don't know if I've ever told you this story or not. Mm-hmm. Um, so a little side, quick side tangent mm-hmm. here. Um, back when I was early 20s, mm-hmm. uh, I was still, I was going to a technical school at that point, uh, but I was, I had a, I had a job, mm-hmm. uh, but like after, uh, after work, I would go to go to college, um, and I would pick up little odd jobs here and there, and uh, like James Bond's enemy. Yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. I was hoping you would pick that up. Mm-hmm. Odd job, um, and th- uh, the place that I worked was like a small electronics repair shop because um, oh, yeah. they let me like they let me go to school so I could like leave early. I could kind of choose my own hours. They were real lenient on my time, so mm-hmm. I was like a part time worker and part time student. Anyways. Um, Guy comes in, old dude. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna guess seventies. Okay, possibly early eighties. Yeah, um, older older guy, but he's very like spry, like one of those guys. Mm-hmm. He's Dutch. Oh, and so he talks yeah. like this. Yeah, uh-huh. he talks hello hello Russ, and uh, <clears throat> so I had, I had fixed something for him, and he goes, I have something at my house. Um, I want to I want to transfer all my record uh, over to CD. So because he he would he he taught um, uh, dancing lessons like uh, oh yeah the, uh, is it tango and cash no it was I like so, it's yeah. like tango lessons mm-hmm. um, uh, but he was like I, I have these these old records that are like that are you know they're getting really old and like I can't find them on CD. So I want to, I want to mm-hmm. transfer them. So, so I like set up this whole, it's just like eight albums worth of the chicken dance. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know that's German, but you know, yeah, it's close it enough. is what it is. Um, uh, 
but uh, so I, I I went and bought him like all the stuff needed to to make this transfer, and he mm-hmm. was paying me for my time. Um, and but but the thing was, in order uh, for for us to to do it, you have to play the whole album. Oh sure, yeah. So it re- like it records live, right? Right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah you can't just like copy paste it over it like mm-hmm. you got to play the thing while it's recording so i set everything up and uh would would put the record on and start recording mm-hmm. um and then we would kind of bullshit he's a really interesting dude um and uh he, he his wife was there and she would like make me dinner i'd go over there like after work or after school or something mm-hmm. and um uh sweetest old guy right yeah and he would he would show me like like dancing moves like he wouldn't dance with me but he mm. would like show me like you have a woman like this and you do mm. you know and so he was teaching me little things he was super cool super sweet yeah awesome guy um you killed him and his entire family yes right right yeah and I, I ate them yeah I wanted to taste a, I'd never tasted Dutch I'd never had Dutch before Kevin Feige are you listening now bitch? yeah fucker <laughs> i'm gonna eat you <laughs> eat your face um so i i i'm over there one time and uh we're uh, i get a little message pop up uh hey hard drive is running low on space this is back when hard drives were like <laughs> like 10 gigs you oh know? sure like, yeah mm-hmm. and uh, so we're running low on 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 space and so i'm like oh shit i gotta i gotta clean some some files out of here mm-hmm. <clears throat> so i start digging around oh no um Maybe should have asked him, mm-hmm. but I was like, I'm sure it's just some like, you know, bullshit that he doesn't even, he, he's so computer illiterate. Like what could be on here? Mm-hmm. I'm sure it's just some bullshit. I'll find it, delete it. <clears throat> so I'm, I'm digging through, come across this folder. I don't remember what it was named. Something innocuous. Mm-hmm. And windmills um, of the world. It's got like, like 15 gigs in there. And I'm like, what the fuck is this? Yeah. Open it up. It's a lot of videos. Okay. I'm like, how does this dude have 15 gigs of videos hidden? Like when he's so computer illiterate. Uh huh. So I start. I open one up. It is a dominatrix woman. Okay. Beating the absolute piss out of a man's cock and balls. (laughs) I forgot that's where we started. Yeah, it took a while to get there. <laughs> no, it was a long walk. That. No, it was perfect. And I was like, "Oh my god!" And close it out. And I'm like, yeah. I'm like, okay, that's fucking weird. But maybe, maybe you just like an accident or something. Yeah. So I click on another video. <laughs> it was like Milo and Otis. You're like, oh, okay, this is more to speak. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I start going through every single video is of a dominatrix woman beating the shit out of a man's testicles. Then I get to one video, and it's him. Oh. With a dominatrix beating the shit out of his testicles. Damn. This is a tiny little, I mean, he was very spry. He was like in very good shape, you know. Spry little man getting the shit beat out of his testicles. Damn. And uh, so I finished up the job and I never went back. <laughs> so you're telling me you saw Mr. Holland's O face? Hmm. I gotta go. <laughs> Yes. Okay. Good. I thought <laughs> yeah. so. Mm. Uh, wild though, man. Fucking wild. That's crazy. Yeah. That's a lot. It's a of video. lot. I didn't even watch all of them. Mm-hmm. I was I was kind of worried that I was. Gonna well, you had finished some... by that point. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. yeah. I yeah. came like three times. Of course. I was afraid, or I was hoping I would find some child porn. Um, <laughs> oh, God. 
No. <laughs> to report I, I, to I, the authorities. I was genuinely worried. I'm like, oh, God, what yeah. is on here? Mm-hmm. And uh, that's why I clicked through more than just one because yeah. I'm like, man, this, this dude does not seem like he should have mm-hmm. um, extreme BDSM pornography on his computer. But yeah. uh, so I, you know, uh, didn't watch every video, but yeah. uh, they were, everyone that I watched was a man getting the shit beat out of his balls and him. Him included. How old was he, do you think? Oh, like, 70s, easily. Oh, really? Okay. Yes. Yeah. Damn. Loved cock and ball torture. <laughs> I mean, the fucking Dutch, man. What are you going to do? Man. <laughs> I wonder if that's a thing for them. I don't know. Man. Yeah. We got to find out. Listener, if you're Dutch and you're into this shit, <laughs> yeah. let us know. Or if you're just into cock and ball torture. I, I have questions. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Why, first yeah. of all? Maybe. And doesn't that cause like permanent damage? Like, no, yeah, that would be my concern. Like, I I understand kicking that kicking the shit out of his balls, kicking the like as hard as she could in high heels, kicking the shit out of his bare dick and balls. Damn, I can't bare even. Dick. I can't even think about it know, without it wincing. You know, crazy. Yeah, and this old guy mm-hmm. paid obviously paid some dominatrix to come do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Basically, Coming up next, we've got wait, Right Direction by Sugar Ray. <laughs> Real quick, going back to my point. Uh, I don't know the contracts for these musicians. Maybe Snot was required to have so many tracks on their album. Oh, yeah. And that's why all of this is on there and uh, that stuff. So anyway, sorry. sorry. No, no, you're fine. You're fine. You're fine. Uh, so yes, track 12, Right Direction, which is the, <clears throat> the final like original song for this album. So yes. Yeah. So go right ahead. Here we go. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah. I do like this part. Yeah. Some really low end bass in there. I like the like rolling of the snare. <laughs> we both started dancing. You know, uh, on The Simpsons, when uh, uh, in Springfield they were going to have the music festival and Cypress Hill shows up. Uh, oh yeah! Whenever Cypress Hill dances on the episode of The yeah. Simpsons, that's what I was picturing in my head. You know, I know it doesn't make sense, but it makes sense. You know, why does everything smell like Otto's jacket? <laughs> I didn't get that joke till I was yeah. a. I was probably in my twenties. So I was like, oh, I get it. See, this song seems um, similar in like vibe. And energy to uh, like invisible the previous track, but it's just like more dynamic to yeah. me, you know. So it doesn't really bother me as much. Yeah, it's. Uh, I've got one note on here, and I I made this a couple weeks ago, um, and I forgot the exact lyric. But there's a lyric coming up that I want to point out. Okay. Okay, yeah, it's coming up here. See if you can catch it. I'll, I'll, I'll raise my finger when it happens. Okay. So this is just an excuse to flip me off. <laughs> yeah. I get this a lot. Yeah, boy, yourself in the right direction. 
Wait, what was that? I'm not driving what? I'm not driving with Lynn. Stop push ejection. Oh my god. Wow. Oh, wait. Okay, I'm going to have to look this up. Yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to see when that, that Snot album came out. And Well, it would have come out right before this. <clears throat> oh, I guess. Okay, yeah, you're right. I, I mean, I, I don't know how... how like when he died, I guess, is, uh, is maybe the better thing to look up. Right. Uh, let's see. Yeah, I thought that was very strange. Uh, December 11th, 1998. So... Okay, so he was alive when this came out, so it was oh, not in bad wow. taste. Okay, okay, all right. But, like, it seems like Lynn Strait and, like, Snot as a band and Sugar Ray, they would have, like, fun together, right? Sure, yeah. Yeah. So. I mean, Mark was on uh, Straight Up. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Tribute album, too. Mm-hmm. So yeah. they were friends. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So it may not be may not be that Lynn but I mean, it, it stands weird. to reason, though, right? I mean, like, yeah, yeah. Mark Mark driving McGra- with Lynn. Yeah, Mark McGrath was like, he had, he was part of like all of this. Sure, the whole he, time. He's the Uatu. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Of the new metal world. <laughs> um, any other notes for you on that particular song? Nope, it's a good, it's a good song, solid right, song, right direction. And then let's go ahead and and uh, start the next one. Let's do it. Um, which is this is the first time this has come up. Go ahead. So the album ends with fly all over again but this time without Supercat this is like the radio edit and uh, like I said it's like uh, 40-ish seconds shorter and one thing we didn't mention earlier about fly is when the music video was made I think the original like music video has Supercat in it but okay. the, the radio single did not oh really however you know who directed this music video, right? McGee. McGee directed McGrath. Mm-hmm. We've come full circle. Exactly. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. Man. I'm still not convinced that they're different people. <laughs> You've never seen them both in the same place no. at the same time before, you know? So... So this is the one that got primarily played on the radio? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I, or the, the one that's, like, carried through, anyway. Like, they played both on the radio back in the day. Okay. I feel like the Supercat version, for whatever reason, was the one that was played on rock radio. But when it crossed over to, like, pop and, like, adult contemporary music, right. it was the, the edit. It's kind of like whenever... And this, is, this pissed me off so much. Whenever you hear the song No Scrubs on the radio... Yeah, they refuse oh. to play the version with Left Lisa Eye. Left Eyes Lopez's verse on it, and it's so fucking good. I know. Let me give you something to think about. Okay. Yeah. Please do, but they won't. I miss you. Oh god, it sucks. So hot. It's so disrespectful too. I know that you would not like play her yeah. verse. That's like one That's of the best really parts. Really fucked up. Yeah. Super fucked up. Hey, radio, maybe fucking take a look in the mirror, dude. Yeah, you canceled radio. <laughs> you canceled. No, I'm just kidding. You were canceled a long time ago. <laughs> I got one of those Nielsen rating um, things, uh, letters. Oh, yeah. Uh, and uh, they want me to do a radio survey. Oh, like, you should. They want, me to, they want to track my radio listening habits for a week. It's going to be a real short survey. Did, they, did it have uh, money stapled to it? Oh, yes. 
It's so weird that they I could do that, right? I have made about 50 bucks through Nielsen. Really? Because I always I always do it, and they just keep sending me money. Yeah. I love that. I've done that like a couple of times, but it was through uh, TV. It was like, what are your TV viewing habits or whatever? They had like oh, a yeah. $5 bill or whatever. Right. To it. They, they initially did it for TV, but mm-hmm. this one is like a radio-specific mm-hmm. yeah. thing. I don't know. Does it count only terrestrial radio, or does it count satellite radio? I don't know. I haven't count- at it. Oh, okay. Yeah. Because I'm not, it's weird. I actually got a call about this. I'm not supposed to even look at the packet until Thursday. And then oh, I'm supposed right. to go from Thursday until next Thursday. And then after next Thursday, I have three weeks to send it in. But I'm supposed to keep like a diary of my, my radio listening habits, yeah. which are non-existent. The other time I listen to the radio is for the split second that it comes on when I start my car before it switches over to my iPhone. <laughs> so. Yeah. But it calculates it on like that the quarter hour, right? So it's like fifteen minute blocks. I don't know. Oh, okay. Right. I haven't looked at it. Yeah, okay. I'm not supposed to. I had uh, a guy call me today and like walk me through everything. Oh, that's I'm awesome. Like, okay. I was like, what if I don't listen to the radio? He's like, well, just don't put you just put you don't listen to the radio. I'm like, all right. <laughs> Guess you got five Real bucks, easy. brother. Real yeah. easy. They're yeah. gonna send me a ten dollar check for this one. Really? Yeah. Hey. And they already gave me they gave me five dollars initially with mm-hmm. the packet. Well, actually, me and my wife both got $5. Yeah. And then uh, he said they're going to send me $10 after I do the survey. Yeah, because you're the man. Yeah, I'm the male of the house, and she doesn't get any of it. Of course. No. No. She's in the kitchen. Like we said earlier. In the kitchen. Mm -hmm. You know, I do most of the cooking. I know. (laughs) I know. That's why it's almost all the cooking. Why it's funny to me, you know? Um, So, yeah, that was the entire album. We did it. Floored by Sugar Ray. No hidden tracks on this one. Zero. But, you know, flies repeated. I think that's yeah one of the only times I can ever think of that happening, which is yeah. weird, but also maybe it's like we've... Oh, yeah, this is why I was thinking about it. Um, because maybe Sugar Ray had it in their contract. You have to put out minimum 13 tracks on an album. And they were like, okay, I guess oh. we'll put like a radio edit of Fly <laughs> yeah. on there. We don't want to like re-record like a demo or you know something like that we'll just right. like put this on there without supercat because they famously didn't have <clears throat> um they had like four songs when they first got signed yeah that's for right. limited yeah. brownies mm-hmm. so like, yeah they probably didn't have enough songs to like make mm-hmm. a full set list whenever their first album came out yeah i mean clearly neither did cold chamber which is why it's like one song over and over yeah. and over again but you know <laughs> So I said, I like Loco, and then I like the other 12 times they play Loco. <laughs> but um, that is like a, a weird way to get around it, maybe. Get around that loophole. It's like, we'll just put Fly on there another time. Instead of like... Yeah. They probably sold like plenty of singles of this as well. But again, it was like super expensive back in the day. It wasn't yeah. like $1.29 on iTunes. You had to buy like a $15 import single from China or Japan or whatever. Data. And uh, Data. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. I felt like I was going somewhere with it, but it's just like the thought has left my brain. I'm so. listening. Well, this Benadryl is really kicking my ass. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, it's the only thing that works. So, fucking goddamn Oklahoma with mm-hmm. your goddamn tree pollen. I hate you. Hey, that's what it's here for, you know. We got to keep so. these Texans out somehow. <laughs> yeah. we, we've got the. <laughs> <laughs> We got the allergies on lock. We've got the the roads are just like straight up trash here. So we'll keep them down there. Where Don't they worry, we banned abortion. <laughs> Did we here? Yep. Oh fuck. Yep. Fucking Texas. The same thing as Texas. It yeah. seemed like it, where it's it's not banned, mm-hmm. but you can sue someone. So that's like the legal loophole. 
um, is that you know you can bring a you can file a lawsuit against anyone for any reason for the most part. Mm. So they just made it easier to file a, a, a lawsuit against someone who gets an abortion. So, so good job, thumbs up. So could you technically file a lawsuit against someone who didn't get an abortion if you wanted to? You're not going to get anywhere with it. You might not have a judge that would listen to it. But Oklahoma's I mean, ruling says that judges have to listen to this now. And yeah, so wait. Oh, whoa! Hold on. Yeah. Can we do that? Can we sue someone who, you know, we all know someone who's got way too many kids, you know, or maybe they're a bad parent, like they shouldn't have had children, you know, is it possible that we could like go through the process of suing them for a dollar? Let's say we go to court and if the, if the judge has to hear us out, we'd be like, judge, I think I've said everything I need to say on episode nine of nudist colony. Here we go. And it's like. Two hours later, and then it's, <laughs> the judge is like, "I hate it, I hate it all." <laughs> he's fashioned a noose and he's just <laughs> swinging. Yeah, it's like, wow, he didn't even make it through the theme song. Wow, all right, shit. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. Um, but God, fuck them all. Um, <laughs> I I, I want to know though, can um, can you sue someone for jerking off? I mean, I can you sue someone for fucking but wearing a condom can you sue someone for taking plan b like mm-hmm. i mean all this shit is going to get challenged and it's going to be uh, it's going to cost uh, the government a shitload of money which will um come from the taxpayers so mm-hmm. thank you conservative politicians you've made the world a better place you well, absolute goddamn lunatics you know what they say you can sue anyone with nipples well right. now now the church of satan is um get saying em. that uh, abortions are part of their religion. Oh, yeah. You know what? <sighs> I love the Church of Pe- Satan. People shit on atheists and Satanists all the time, and uh, I'm not a Satanist. I'm an, an atheist, but like they're they know what they are. They're atheists with pizzazz. They say it so themselves. You know, they're they're working on the side of angels. Ironically, no Church of Satan person actually believes in no, Satan. no. Of course yeah. not. It's just it's all for like the joke of it, but exactly. also for like human rights right right yeah. they they use it for a for a good purpose yeah to point out how ridiculous religion is <laughs> exactly especially when it's involved in uh government politics yeah so yeah perfect hey you know what good for them <clears throat> uh listener out there if you're interested in this i would mm-hmm. encourage you to go out there and look up uh, uh church of satan mm-hmm. um and also on uh or wait satanic temple satanic temple Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, you can actually um, so you know Amazon Smile. Do you know? Do you use mm-hmm. you use Amazon Prime, right? Yeah. So so you can like a uh, portion of your uh, purchases go toward like whatever a charity of your charity. choosing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Temple of Satan is one of those, is and it? they are okay. currently using their funds to help women help women get abortions, help them get out of state so they wow. can go out of Oklahoma and Texas. Well, look at that. You know. Yeah, I I fucking love them. So I, I changed my I was a World Wildlife uh, Fund. But yeah. uh, I've changed it over to Church of Satan. Oh, I have Satanic my... Temple. I keep saying Church of Satan, Satanic Temple. People get it. They'll find it. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. you type SAT on there. You're bound to find it. <laughs> yeah. um, Satan. Uh, I actually had my Amazon smile set to the WWE uh, World Wrestling Entertainment <laughs> because like Vince McMahon, he's looking he, he look a little bit disheveled. You know, he needs some help. <laughs> Stone cold, man. <laughs> he, he needed some beers to smash on his head. <laughs> I'm picturing Stone Cold Steve Austin picking up a beer keg and just smashing that flat on his forehead. You know? 
<laughs> splits his skull open and just of course of course um so getting back to the florid of it all the florid of it all. let's talk about ratings for this one right ratings so we like to rate the me- the what <laughs> the metal album in question my brain shutting the new down. New metal album in question. New metal album in question. Uh, on a scale of one to seven, I'm sorry, zero to seven. Zero new metal seven. guitar strings. Yes. In honor of the seven string guitar for this genre, Ross, what are you going to rate? Floored by Sugar Ray. Well, if man is five and the devil is six, then that must make this seven. Seven strings. Seven for, strings. Wow. Yep. Wow. Wow. How about you? It's it's good. <laughs> it's real good. <laughs> you know, I've been going back and forth on this a lot recently, and I'm like, can this do it? Like, is it is it okay to poke my head out of the gopher hole and survey all that lays before me? And <laughs> Is it okay to rate this, an album by Sugar Ray? Sugar the rate? highest... Oh, sugar rate. You know what? With that, let's just rip off the band-aid. Seven strings. Seven strings. Uh and like part of me is like, is this like on because I'm I, I've got like specific albums in the timeline that I'm like, I'm my body is ready to give this album yeah. like an excellent, like a, a perfect score of seven strings. And I'm like, can I do that with Sugar Ray? Floored? The answer is yes. Like, mm-hmm. it's such a stellar album. Even the, like, low points oh. don't really affect its enjoyment level, Agreed. you know? Like, I'm not going to seek out Stand and Deliver, but if it comes on, like, if it's on shuffle, yeah, I'm going to have a good time if with it. If you're fucking you know? your wife and that song comes on, crank it up. Yeah, you stand up immediately, <laughs> yeah. and then you dive back in and, and you deliver, deliver, you know? that load onto her fucking waiting face. Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> God, I'm losing it. <laughs> I'm also realizing that I think I use the if man is five and the devil is six, then that must make. I think I use the same joke for corn. Uh, life is peachy. So fuck it. Yeah, whatever. Who cares? Yeah, I don't remember hearing it's that. It's a bloodhound gang lyric. I mean, people most definitely are not going to listen to this episode. You know, no. our show doesn't get a whole lot of listens anyway, and you know, it's really people dipping in and out of the topic at hand right right and this one's gonna get uh (laughs) a dozen (laughs) if we're lucky six of those will be me on various podcasting apps (laughs) for real shout out to the listeners uh thank you for listening the the listenership has been growing so we are very appreciative yeah Uh, we actually got quite a quite uh we've got several more listeners more mm-hmm. listens on it so yeah, yeah it's awesome it's if you're listening hey and you're listening we, we got some people from other countries mm-hmm. big shout out to people in other countries you're not american good job <laughs> <laughs> enjoy our coca-cola yeah and other exports <laughs> enjoy a maui burst mountain dew <laughs> at your local dollar general which you probably don't have oh that's true they've got pound general <laughs> <laughs> in canada they've got toonie general uh where's some other ones there's like rupal general uh, uh what is what is uh russia's uh <laughs> that was the rupal general? right wait what is uh <laughs> rock general i assume at this point 
radiation infused uh, ru- pebbles. Yeah, ruble. Ruble. There we go. Ruble. 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 That's right. Yeah. Uh, all right. We move on from that. We've we're done. Yeah. We 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 beat the shit out of that joke, right? Um, so yes. listeners. Be sure to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at NudistPod. Email us at NudistPod at gmail.com. And check out the Nudist Colony Spotify playlist. And the link for all of that stuff, along with our own personal uh, social media links, are in the description of this very episode. Mm-hmm. So go tap on all of that stuff. It uh, doesn't do anything for us, but if you follow us, it makes us feel better about ourselves. Indeed. Like, incrementally. But yeah, if you could, just share the uh, the podcast with your friends, your enemies, I'm, lovers. I'm edging, um, and until we get to a thousand listens, cumulative, mm-hmm. I will not come. So cumulative. Mm-hmm. Um, so I am edging, and my wife is not happy about it. His balls look so engorged right now. Yeah. I'm tempted to go put on some high heel shoes and just kick the shit out of them. <laughs> this is going to make me nut. Well, you know what else is going to make you nut, Ross? Is This is the final episode of our single digit. Oh, shit run of episodes right yeah, so we right. started from the bottom now we're here yeah episode nine in the bag at this point for the most part so next episode episode 10 here we go we're in the double digits double dig. we're in the double digits i can feel it Number 10. coming in my mouth tonight <laughs> oh lord whatever the lyrics are i don't pay attention to the lyrics i just I can assume feel you coming in my mouth tonight <laughs> oh lord well Oh, load. Ross, we're about to drop the hottest possible fucking load on episode 10. Let's do it. 97. 97, baby. You were talking about Edgefest earlier. I'm edging right now. You were talking about back in the day. Oh, God. Going to Edgefest. Yeah. And we both know you went to go see one band in particular. Of course. Smash Mouth. (laughs) Of course, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And then also there was a different band. Yeah. Who? Ross, on episode 10 of Nudist Colony, oh God, Stevie Wonder, uh, in full effect on my neck here. Protected. On the next episode of Nudist Colony, we're going to rip off the goddamn Band-Aid. This is what everyone has been waiting for. It's finally happening. Three dollar bill, y'all buy a limp biscuit. Get, 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 get fucked. (laughs) I'm so excited. Oh God, I can't And I just can't hide it. I can't. This we're gonna, is we're gonna do it. This is another album where I'm like, I don't have to listen to it again oh. because I constantly listen to it. <laughs> exactly, it's one of these good ones. Oh my god! So uh, that is already linked to can we, our. Can we make out? I just gotta, I gotta get something right no, now. No, you keep edging. <laughs> okay. Not till we get to one thousand <laughs> listens. Do it. <laughs> so I just put it on repeat. I guess I don't know. Whatever Easy. you gotta do to get Done. to get to it. Um, but yes, uh, Lip Biscuit, $3 yes. bill, y'all, on the next episode yes. of Nudist Colony. It's already linked to the Nudist Colony playlist in Spotify. Again, the link is in the show description. Click that shit. Listen to the album. Meet us back here in a couple weeks. We're going to get back after it. We're going to get back after it, and we're also going to get fucked. The end. Bye. Get your gooch up. Turn it off. (laughs) Get fucked. Say what? 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 Say what?